Hello and welcome to episode 39 yes. of our beautiful podcast here. This time we have a fuckload of stuff to talk about. Yes, I mean, we there was that Smash Direct. And yes, there was. There's a, I would call it a small Sony controversy, but we'll get into that. I um, guess I don't know that I saw that one. Um, and then Sony uh, announced the PS1 Classic that information. That is true. Um, uh, we'll talk about Extra Life a little bit. And, just and kinda... BlizzCon BlizzCon. Some and then, good, some not good. And then uh, between the two of us, we played uh, four games. Mm-hmm. Batman, Assassin's Creed, The Missing, that has a thousand... Subtitles, yeah, and uh, Delta Room, which is also sort of like news because I didn't actually finish it, but I have many thoughts that I want to get out there. Uh, yeah, and I guess I'll start with one that I didn't list on here, but um, the creator of Night in the Woods, Scott Benson, he did a Kickstarter update for the original Kickstarter and was like, Oh, yeah, hey, by the way, we're making a prequel. Oh, get hype, and then he like put out a song that uh. Would you think the prequel means her in college? I hope so. Because um, that, I don't know how interesting it would, although like, I, I feel like her in college, people wouldn't like that because then you don't have all the characters. Yeah, so people it'll might, either be that or when she, she was, in, was high school. in high school and I would very much like to play that game because, oh boy. Because I feel like people like May as a character, but people really like the characters around May As well, yeah. More, I would say even more so. Yeah. Like Greg and... Uh, Bia, yeah, B, B, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I, I, I just feel like I think people would prefer the high school, although the college may be a little more interesting. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know what it'll actually be, but he released a song from it as well. It sounds very much like the Night in the Woods mm-hmm. music. Um, I guess I did play something else. But I, it was the two supplemental games to Night in the Woods that he released, like, for the Kickstarter over the course of it to show, like, hey, I'm making a game, and this right. is, like, the concept for it. And it's, they were both interesting. One is, like, them, uh, B, Angus, Greg, and May looking at constellations, and the other one is May's grandpa telling her a story about the constellations. And they were both interesting, like, very short, but. They are packaged in with the Switch version, and like they patched it into the PS4 version later. Okay. Um, the Switch version was on sale for Halloween for like ten bucks or something. So, so you bought it for what I, the third time? I did buy it for the. Well, it was only the second time. Uh, oh. But I'm playing it for the fourth time. Okay. I didn't know if you had bought it on PC. I did PS4. not. I should. <laughs> get it on PC. Uh, but yeah, so he's he is doing that, and I thought that that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So, which one of these do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the Smash Direct? Let's just go down the list. So I woke up at fucking 8 a.m. for this, man. I was so ready. Gino was happening. He was coming. That leak, the Grinch leak, was so real. Who fakes ad material for the upcoming Grinch movie? And the answer is some psychopath <laughs> that did fake it. Um, well, the picture was not great. It was easy it to was fake. It was not, but there it was not easy to fake. He would have had to fake... The Grin- advertising material for the upcoming Grinch movie. That's absurd. I'm just saying, like, the whole picture as a whole. Oh, the think. 
that part, the real picture was like not what was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was that was like some weird downgraded Snapchat version that everyone oh. else was seeing. Oh, okay. It was it was pretty real. The characters that were supposed to be announced were Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, there was Ken, Ken who actually happened. did get announced. Shadow the Hedgehog. Those would have been the two Echo Fighters, and then yeah, Banjo Kazooie, Gino, Mock Rider. Chorus Kid and uh, the a character from Super Mario RPG. That's Chino. Oh, okay. Uh, what the fuck? I do not remember. I do remember. I had I had that written down initially, and then a few days later, Nintendo announced that there was going to be a direct, and I was like, "Well, I might as well just delete that and yeah. write what actually happened with this Smash." Regardless, then there was there was one other character that oh Isaac from Golden Sun, oh. um, and that that did not come to pass. So they start the direct off, and it is Ken, and I was like oh shit, it's happening, it's mm. so real. And then they showed Incineroar, the final form of Litten, which is the fire starter in Sun and Moon, and I was like wow, this is not happening. But I'll <laughs> still hold out. I'll still hold out a little bit. Incineroar, I actually do think looks cool. Yeah. Um, Ken is very much just exactly Ryu, but his fireballs look like Ken's fireballs. Um, so he's definitely an Echo Fighter of Ryu, which I think is like, I, that's cool. I like Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, Incineroar looks very unique, though. I mean, he just is a wrestler. He yeah. suplexes him into the ground and stuff. Uh, I mean, personally, Incineroar is not my favorite of the three starters. I think he is for me. But Decidueye was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, like, come on. I called him Robin Hood. Yeah, you know? and that's pretty sick. Yeah. But I think that, I, I don't know, Incineroar is a, a, for a fighting thing. Yes, he yeah. is, like, the one to go with because, man, ranged things really just don't do it. And Smash, I don't no. think. But uh, so, so then they were like, that's <laughs> it. And I was like, oh, boy. I am, like, kind of butthurt. But, I mean, in the end, it still seems really cool. They announced so much stuff. Uh, like, instead of there being trophies at all, which that I think is kind of weird, they went with these things called spirits, which are essentially just the stickers from Brawl, except they give you powers. Yes, and it seems like the spirits, the big thing is instead of them having to create assets for all these different characters... They can just kind of bring in the assets from the previous games, which, I mean, it makes sense. And yeah, for that, and it is—it's just weird because like, I saw the the bad guy from Sonic Forces was one of them. Like mm-hmm. anything that you can think of, it just like looks yeah. like a it's like a concept art sticker basically of a lot of them. Some of them are like look more three D and things like that, but. They they all give powers. I there was one specific one that I was trying to think of. That King K. Rule had it in the direct, and then it made him seem like he was a completely different character, and it was just interesting. So you can there are lesser spirits and stronger ones, and they give different varying effects. Like you'll have super armor or just more health, things like that, and you can equip up to I believe it was three, depending on how powerful they are. And it's just an interesting game mechanic. You can give them to your amiibos and right. do that kind of thing. But the the main purpose of it is for the story mode. They confirmed that it was like everyone thought and that they were all toys. And the Master Hand was like the person playing with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and basically something happens that makes them all lose their forms except for Kirby because he's the, our lord and savior mm-hmm. um and then you for the adventure mode it's called world of light you walk through basically just like weird overworlds and choose stages that are have you fighting various challenges with spirits and stuff mm-hmm. and so then you as you do that you play as more characters because they regain their physical forms did you see that I, did you see that cg thing i didn't watch it okay i just read an article shit is wild man that cg article that cg thing is amazing i did see the trailer for the world of light where okay. like they were all That's lined I, up yeah. and, and then they all died and then in a Except kirby basically in a like pretty much in a marvel way the way they just kind of all disintegrate i was like oh they're a really big Marvel fan. Yeah, except for Kirby. He's a Kirby. dope. But I, my issue with this is Sonic is a garbage thing. He is the fastest thing alive. That's his whole thing. And I'm expected to believe that he didn't just throw himself in that thing. He tries to pick up Pikachu, and then he gets eaten up. And it was like, no way, man. You're too fast. That would never happen. So, I don't know. Kirby's the true hero of our story. Yeah, that's... Are you going, when are you going to play that? Like, the first day, or are you going to just, like, play Smash and then eventually get around to the adventure mode? Like... Uh, I mean, it depends, because I'll probably end up playing a stupid amount of Smash regardless, so I'll probably just play the multiplayer for the first day or so. Yeah, because I assume you're going to have a bunch of people come over. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, you, I... I think there's eight player Smash and it's on like every stage. There is, but I probably won't do that because then you can't see anything. But uh, I think you can do two player co-op in the World of Light thing. You can do two player co-op in almost all the modes, but I don't remember if World of Light was one of those. Unless they're both Kirby in the beginning, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if there's two player and if someone is interested, I would mess around with it. But I would rather just play the multiplayer probably. Right. And so, yeah, then they had their stupid app, the Smash World (laughs) thing, which is just like... That's what the world needs. Another Nintendo app. Whatever, man. It's just like going to be like the Splatoon section of the Switch app now where you go in there and it tells you if you've inked enough for the Pyramids of Giza or whatever. And then you're, wow, what a cool is that? How many victories, how many losses you have. For Smash, that could be kind of interesting, but... It should just be all in the game. I mean, it will be, too. So, because you can keep track of it on your profile anyways, so yeah. it's just very weird. But sometimes you know you're out there and you have to show someone your Smash cred. <laughs> and then <laughs> they're very impressed by your sick Smash scores. Um... And so then the final thing is they were like, DLC, boy! And they didn't tell you what it was. And then they really just stabbed all of the people who were excited for specific characters right in the chest. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, I'm not even... Like, I think that this character is interesting from a variety of aspects. But, like, what... I think it's hilarious. Like, that just... It feels like uh, the most amazing F you Nintendo could give so their it, fans. So, it's, it's not even Petey Piranha is what gets me. It's not even the Piranha Plant character that they have established in their world. It is just a regular-ass <laughs> Piranha Plant in a pot. 
And so, like, I don't even get how the hell it moves because it never, like, walks forward. It seems like it's always flinging itself with the pot. So, like, I don't know if it can even move in a traditional way or if it, like, just throws itself with the pot. I just assume it just, like, hops That's along. That's what I would assume, but I don't remember seeing that. I just remember it, like, going pot over I'm her head. I'm pretty sure they showed one aspect where it was hopping along. Because I did watch a couple trailers here and there, and that was one of them. Just because I just couldn't help but laugh when I saw Piranha Plant was announced. I wanted Geno so bad. And there's still DLC hope, but I now that I know that they were like, man... Remember when we made a Gino me costume and told people, hey, maybe next time, here's a fucking piranha plant. Get ready, man. And then the other thing that I thought was like super fucked up and like this may have been unintentional on their part was it was a well-known thing that any character that was an assist trophy was not going to be a real character. And so Isaac from Golden Sun was an assist trophy in the last game. They didn't show his assist trophy again. Until halfway through this Nintendo Direct. <laughs> and it was like, he's still the same fucking assist trophy. You wait, and They're like, oh, by the way, Isaac from Golden Sun assist trophy. And you're like, how could you do that? <laughs> how could you do that to people? That one is savage. Um, and the other one that I was like, oh shit, was people wanted the robot Rayo one from Custom Robo. And they pulled a Gino. They were like, man, me costume. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> they're killing us all. Uh, people also wanted Rex, the main character of Xenoblade 2. Right. You get that me costume, but only if you pre-order the season pass. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. And, like, it sounds like I'm complaining, but I this game is amazing. It's got, uh, with the three characters announced, that's 72 characters. It's 103 stages, and then each DLC character, so there's five of them, so it'll be five characters, five stages, at least five musical tracks. So, I mean, that's still a weird number. It's 70. I thought there was going to be 80 at the end of it all. I don't know that that's true. Okay. Because the last time there were 68. Well, that would be 71 right now. Yeah, there'll be, there's either 71 or 72 right now. I guess maybe I'm not counting Isabel. I don't remember. I, I, there's either 71 or 72 characters if you count Piranha Plant and then... 76 or 77 final characters, which is, that's a weird number, but if they had announced all those characters that they, in that leak, the character selection would have been even exactly mm -hmm. across every level if you also included the random space. Now it's not. The bottom row is just like short as hell. It seems really weird. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh... So yeah, I'm excited. They're right. everything about this game is like lovingly crafted by Sakurai and the team, and it it just seems very cool. I am disappointed that I cannot play as Gino, but I'm also not like out there sending death threats to Sakurai. I mean, when you still have like seventy other characters you can choose from, so yeah. But like, do I want to pick some of them? Not especially. Yes, yes. just I don't want to pick Dark Samus, man. Fuck that. <laughs> but I would, out there... I would sell Dark Samus for many other characters, but, you know, we can't all get away with it. And Dark Pit. Mm -hmm. Fucking Dark Pit. Dark Samus. And oh, so this is just totally random. I was, like, looking the other day to see if there were new items, and one of them is a, a literal baseball, and you throw it, and it disappears and reappears, but on fire. And hits people really hard. 
because I wanted to know if there were going to be cool new items I could mess around with. The answer is yes, but oh. also a banana gun. Shoots bananas. Oh, wait. Diddy has peanut gun. He has a peanut gun, but yeah, it's a banana gun. I don't know. It, it, it has so much content in it at this point that it is almost comical. Yeah. So people complaining about, like... How could you do this to me? It's like, what? It's <laughs> it's like this game has way more content than anything else ever, basically. So you can't... I don't know. Yeah, I feel like out of all the communities, the Smash community has to be the hardest to please. Well, yeah, if this shit's not Melee 2.0, then we might as well just throw it right in the trash. <laughs> I mean, forget that. They're unhappy that there's only 70 characters in there. The one that they want isn't in. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to try to use Incineroar. He seems cool. He does. Yeah. And I like using Ryu. I bought that Ryu amiibo, so I'm going to go all in now. Because mm. when he was a DLC character last time, I didn't really like try him out very much. Right. And he ended up being like pretty good. Uh, but it's very different and weird. Yeah, from right. other characters. So I, I, there are many that I want to try out. I, I think that this game is going to be very fun, and yeah, as a final direct, this did exactly what people wanted it to do. I think confirmed a few more characters. Actually, has any type of story mode, whereas right. Smash Four had nothing because Sakurai was a baby about people leaking those cinematics on the internet. Um. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, it's disappointing that this entire year has just been dedicated to Smash. <laughs> that rules. And someone like just, I don't like Smash. I don't care about Smash. I want to hear some some exciting Nintendo news. But, I mean, this is the year of Smash, so. It is, man. This is the most exciting Nintendo news. And then after this, what do they have? nothing <laughs> so uh they have luigi's mansion and next year they in theory have pokemon and metroid hopefully metroid i feel like if that I doesn't come out i don't think they're gonna have metroid but, oh no animal crossing they confirmed will come yes. out next year as well next year will be dope but yes. we don't know anything about any of those games at all we know that metroid prime 4's logo looks exactly like you would expect it says metroid prime 4 also, we know that the Pokemon, uh, the person, I can't think of his name. but the, uh, Masuda, yeah, they announced that he... This is the last, the Pokemon yeah, Let's, Let's Go, Go is the, is last, the last game he's directing, which I am both sad and like amazed at, because maybe they will actually change the next Pokemon pretty drastically, because yeah. he has been all up in that for he the entire been. time, basically. So... Yeah, I don't know. I, Nintendo's going to have a cool year next year. Yeah. And this year they are, you know, they put out Smash, I guess. So that's their, like, hey, we did this thing. They, I mean, like, they had a couple remakes of Toad, Toad, Treasure Tracker. Yeah, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Donkey Kong. Out, Tropical Freeze. And then they had Mario Tennis, Mario, Mario Party. Tennis, I always forget about Mario Tennis and Mario Party. But yeah, those were both pretty solid yes um so I, they, they had an okay year it's just not like last year was yeah. impossible you can't recreate that so. yeah last year they just unloaded um, yeah, but i mean were... <laughs> like if you look at the... they shot the nintendo machine gun at us but I... but the previous two years before that it was just like did nintendo even make a game <laughs> hey man paper mario color splash <laughs> yeah and they they didn't even make the Star Fox, which was a 
complete disaster. Yeah, and Platinum make that. That was weird. Platinum is one of those studios that just hit or miss big time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so I don't know about the Sony censorship. What happened here? Uh, like Sony seems to be doing a whole new censorship with their games. Uh, the anime scene seems to be in a big uproar about this, and it's primarily because it's what they're basically censoring are anime porn games. They're like, hey, we oh, don't really... Steam's doing this recently also. Yeah. So I think there is some new law that probably makes I don't, this actually a thing. I don't know if it's necessarily a new law. I do know Sony has kind of moved their headquarters from Japan to California. Mm. So I think just new people are in charge and people are getting upset because they're like, what is this? Sony censoring things and Nintendo's letting these anime porn games on their, their store... <laughs> I don't know. I well, Steam hasn't been recently. It was like a very big yeah. controversy recently that Steam wasn't also, and then you have to like go to their website to download the mm. rest of this stuff because Steam won't host it or something. But I, I, I don't know. I'm I, not into anime titties very much. Yeah, I, I mean, people are upset like because like, but I don't know. I'm okay with this. I mean, same. I, it's. It is very weird that all of a sudden they're like, hey, let's try to show less anime boobs, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I kinda, I've kind of i been kind of wondering if uh, the video game Agony had something to do with with this decision by Sony. I know like it's not anime porn. Yeah, it also really sucked. But like Agony was basically just like... It was not good it was, at all. It was the cancer version of... Just video games, I guess you could call it. It just... It was trying very hard. To... Yeah. it Too over the top in a way that was not good. No. But also, it literally wasn't good. No, um, it was a terrible, terrible game. So... So that's just the censorship. They're kind of just... They're making it harder for anime porn games to be on their store. Okay. I mean, yeah. And that's a big controversy. I would also make it harder for them to be on my <laughs> store. So, I yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. And then the other Sony news, which is not very exciting. The PlayStation Classic. I rolled over when I woke up that day. I looked at the list of games, and I went to Amazon, and I canceled it. (laughs) So... don't get me wrong. This is a... It's a fine list of of 20 games. It's It's fine. But... I know they can't license everything either... But it it's so strange to me that there are certain games that are not on there, like uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. They just re-released that only on the PlayStation Four. Like, there's no way that they weren't like gonna get that license. I, I'm. It seems like anything that was just recently re-released, they didn't even bother. Other than Resident Evil, because you don't have Spyro, which is. Spyro and Crash, I can also see Activision just not wanting to license that to them. Mm -hmm. Because Spyro is coming out in like a couple weeks next week, maybe. Uh, The 13th, I believe, so I think exactly one week. Yeah, so I I bet Activision would have been really not good with them putting that stuff on there. Uh, Although I don't know if that'd be much of a competition, but that's... Still, but it's just another thing that they could be selling you right now instead 
Um, outside of that, though, I, I think the thing that was the most detrimental to it is that it didn't have the dual shock. Like, it doesn't yeah. have analog sticks. So you can't put Ape Escape on there, which is one of the only ones of these games that hasn't been re-released in a, a decade or more. Right. I mean, I don't think there's been another Destruction Derby, but... Which I remember playing that as a kid and really liking it. Yeah. I don't think it'd be very good today. No. And that's kind of the other major issue. I look at this list and I'd be willing to bet maybe two games actually aged well. Uh, I don't know that that's true. I mean, Battle Arena Toshinden is great. Tekken 3 is great. Final Fantasy 7 is the same then as it was now. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, the graphics of that aged very poorly, but I think that the gameplay is probably fine. You really think the shooting is going to be... Well, I mean, the Sterling isn't really shooting. There isn't? There's not supposed to be, if you're doing it right. Uh, well, but I mean, then it's it's like, I don't know, there's a laser sight and you just aim it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not that bad. Mr. Driller is not the kind of game that really anything matters. It's pretty good. The original Persona would be fine. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo would be fine. Siphon Filter is like an extreme cult classic. And Wild Arms is fine still. So it, it, most of these I feel like are fine. Jumping Flash. Man. I guarantee Grand I Theft not, Auto would be a bad game. It's just top down. And, I know. And it, run, it ran at 60 frames a second then. It's going to still now. Like, you think it would totally fine. be fun to play though? I didn't like them then, so I, I can't really say that, but okay. I, I bet people who were fans of that then would like it. Those first two games were almost exactly the same. Mm. Um, the original Rainbow Six, I can't comment on that. And I guess if you were going to put a Ridge Racer on there, you would put Type 4 in there because it has more than one track in it. But just a, a lot of it is very weird like i i think that they did have to have metal gear solid it did have to have final fantasy 7 right but other than that i uh, and tekken 3 i guess but even tekken 3 do you think it'll be good without a joystick yeah tekken 3 i've always played it with a d-pad anyways but oh, you've uh, always okay cuz i i the sidestepping is where it just feels weird. Doing... Oh, I just push down twice and you go mm. I, I don't know i, I mean tekken 3 still feels fine today i think the graphics didn't necessarily age super well, very polygonal, but I mean, right. it's better than Tekken 2 and Tekken 1, so yeah. it's hard to hard to complain. And, like, fucking Oddworld is on everything. And what pisses me off about it personally is Oddworld is one of the ones that's not on the Japanese version, and the Square Squaresoft game Parasite Eve is on there instead. Mm-hmm. Like I would fucking way rather have that than the eight hundredth version of Abe's Odyssey. I feel like you can't like walk around on Steam without someone trying to throw a free <laughs> copy of Abe's Odyssey at you. Like I have that game probably like forty times across all the consoles I own, and it I never liked that then, and I still don't feel mm-hmm. like it was aged well at all. So, yeah, it was Parasite Eve, and there was one other one. I was like, man, I would rather have this, except that since these are text-heavy games, I can't just buy the Japanese version because I won't be able to read it. Um, And I, like, personally, I... There are so many JRPGs on the PS1 that I really like. Uh, Chrono Cross, they re-released every Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9... Uh, Legend of Dragoon, which didn't age well, but that was a Sony-published game. Mm-hmm. There's no reason they couldn't put that on there. 
It just seems very strange. Like, I, if Xenogears was on here, that's, like, the one thing that probably would have actually got me to not cancel the pre-order. How many... If there were that many JRPGs, do you think you would play them to completion? Or do you think you would just hop in and play for a few hours? I would hours? probably play them all. Breath of Fire 3, Breath of Fire 4. Because I'm just... I mean, like, that's a big commitment. And just like older games that I assume you've played a lot of them. I have, but they're all very good. And like right. I, I would play. I want to play Chrono Cross again right now, actually. But um, yeah, I don't know. And there are just so many other things. Like right. I cast with Symphony of the Night. I feel like is a criminal act. But I, I guess I just I don't know what this is. Who this is for? You know what I mean? Because. To random guy on the street who used to love the PlayStation, as he's gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, Battle Arena Toshin!" And <laughs> yeah. like, no, he's gonna know what Tekken Three is and what Resident Evil Director's Cut is, and Metal Gear Solid and GTA, right? Maybe Final Fantasy Seven. Cool but Borders, maybe. Cool Borders, yeah. Man, I bet everybody's really hyped for Cool Borders too. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, but. And Twisted Metal, I guess, but, like, the original Twisted Metal? Yeah. Shit went up to, I think, four on the PlayStation 1. At least give the most advanced wall. I was probably used analog sticks, now that I think about it. Yeah, I feel like 2 was probably the most popular. Yeah. I definitely hear 2 talked about the most. But yeah, no one is out there saying... Can't wait to play Jumping Flash on my PlayStation 1 class. I mean, there probably are, but they're weird, and I yeah. don't know. It, it is an odd assortment of games, and it seems like one that they realized off the bat when they announced probably the five most compelling games other than Metal Gear Solid right, right. out the gate. Yeah, I mean, like I look at this list, and it just feels like... It was a list made by a committee in a boardroom that was just trying to please every single person by throwing in, like, one I, thing that everybody would like. And I but, get that. And that is what you should do, I think, in this type of thing. But the thing but is... But they did that so much better with the Super Nintendo Classic and the Nintendo Classic. But, but with this, like, honestly, I look at this and the games I want to play... Destruction Derby and Cool Borders. I know I had that. I'd maybe dick around with Rayman, but I certainly don't want to play Resident Evil with the tank controls. I mean... and Well, what's weird to me is... Tekken 3? You can buy Final Fantasy VII yeah. on Steam or the PS4, which has so many more features, well, exactly. achievements, and things like that. And it's for prob- like 10 bucks. In the load load time will probably will be way faster than yes. this yeah this is definitely going to emulate the load times on all these oh yeah because it'll be a playstation emulator so it's it's very odd yeah i mean like that's that's when i said like i don't think a lot of them are going to age well because you're just going to get infuriated by just the load screens yeah and it, I, yeah it's very weird because you could play a lot of these elsewhere as well and better just better <laughs> yeah <laughs> It depends how it pans out, and I mean, if it is... I mean, like, Tekken 3, it's a good game, but at this point, just play Tekken 7. I don't know about 
about that. Tekken 3 is pretty lit. Yeah, but Tekken 7 has the, the slowdown mechanic. Yeah, but... And it has Akuma. This Jin's sick ending in that one is really good. Yeah. I like all the endings do in you... Tekken 3. They're way better than they are in Tekken 7. But do you want to sit like five minutes on a load screen to, to your next fight? Sometimes. <laughs> hey, I have to do that in Tekken 7 now, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess... <laughs> Might as well... Uh, it it's fine yeah and yeah. i but it, it's a hundred dollars yeah that's and i also have a lot of playstation one games and they work very well still so yeah i mean you just plug in your ps3 and play i mean playstation one games you can like scratch them with a knife and they will still play those black discs man those mm-hmm. are like tanks they never die so I hopefully it can easily be hacked like all the other things because it's probably just a Raspberry Pi in a box. Um, but uh, you're not gonna be able to put a lot of games on this boy because feel PlayStation like, One games are large files. I feel like I feel like Sony would be smarter about that than Nintendo. I don't know if Nintendo I would call it stupid or they just didn't care. They didn't care. And they were right to not care. And I think Sony should do the same thing because then I can make it what I want it to be. Right. And then I might buy one. But Or you could just buy a Raspberry Pi. I can't program that on a Raspberry Pi. I don't mm. have that ability. But I can use some randos program and put all the stuff I want on there. In theory. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. It, it's kind of a disappointing product it sounded like a cool idea at the time i was very excited when they first announced it and they showed those five games and i was like man if this is what you're leading with what's the rest of it and the answer was (laughs) nothing so yeah so i guess we'll just uh move on to what we did this weekend yeah we streamed for 24 hours for extra life we ended with 300 dollars, which put us 350 i thought no, it was three hundred. Oh, okay, it was. Exactly. We were at two fifty-five when we stopped, and then someone donated forty-five shortly after we had finished. Oh, okay. So we got to three hundred, which puts us over the one thousand mark for lifetime, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we have done it for five years. Well, we have done it the way we do it now for four years, and I had done it a year prior. So we're at a thousand dollars lifetime, which for what we do, I mean, yeah. hey, man, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, how? What, did we have, like, maybe ten people in the stream Ten viewers maximum was the thing. And what was crazy was, looking at the stats, the average time watch was over six hours. I feel like Nukio probably skewed those numbers a little bit. But that's still out of... Okay, well, the unique viewers was more than the way more than right. that. But yeah. regardless, an average of six hours is yeah, yeah. fucking what... <laughs> so i'm sorry for whoever watched that. hey I, that's awesome <laughs> I, i'm glad um and we yeah we had some people chatting for most of the time yeah uh it was it was fun i always have fun um so what was your favorite i don't know i think for me it was probably stick fight stick fight was very good i was a big fan of mary kate and ashley sweet 16 license to drive i dominated that game you did you were really crushing us at that uh so that that was just stupid i think was my main takeaway um Um, duck hunt or whatever duck game oh duck game yeah um that was at the point for me where i was just like 
done with Extra Life and I just wanted to go home. So I wasn't in a very good mood during that game. Yeah. And then I just was like, I got to get out of this because we've got like seven more hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to kind of just mentally take a little break and start enjoying it again. And then honestly, though, like by the end, I was, I could have gone a couple more hours, I think. Yeah, I probably could have as well. Um, but I also don't have a sleep schedule anymore. It doesn't exist. Yeah, good. I've been taking a lot of naps recently, so. Yeah, I mean, then it's hard because, like, for me personally, where you can just kind of, like, let yourself just go to bed afterwards. For me, like, I have to mentally keep myself awake to for the drive home. Mm-hmm. And then, like, by the time I get home, I'm just, like awake but exhausted and it just puts me in this weird state so i really didn't even go to bed until about two in the afternoon i went to bed right away and i woke up at about 7 (laughs) p.m i ate something and then went right back to bed and woke up at 6 a.m the next day yeah we're i just kind of watched random stuff Went to bed, woke up about 7. I didn't want to sleep much so I could actually sleep at night. Then I watched the movie 300, the sequel, because that's a bad movie. Boy. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Different things for different people, I guess. (laughs) I I don't know. I was like, uh, this seems like a bad movie to watch. Yep. And you were probably very right. It was, yes. Awesome. Not very historically accurate. I'm just going to let you know. I don't think 300 (laughs) was either. In fairness, those are based on a comic book. They are, yeah. Rather than the... So they're not really trying to be historically accurate. No, they're not. Uh, Just a little tangent. How do you feel about movies that, like... Movies and video games that do, like, the blood splatter on the screen? I always feel like it's just unnecessary. And Usually, yeah. Usually it is very unnecessary. It depends on the thing, what they're trying to shoot for, but I can't think of movies where that happens. But 300. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't remember 300 very well, other than this is Sparta. Um, I remember the TV series Spartacus. I think it was like a Stars. I believe it was Stars. They also did that, which... FYI, that is basically just softcore porn okay. with violence. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, games that, that happens with, I can think of, are No More Heroes, but that's more shooting for that kind of thing. Like the, when you kill someone, their heads explode off and the blood spurts out and coins come out. Mm-hmm. So they're really shooting for that kind yeah. of like campy, weird, right. dumb stuff. I just never think it adds anything. No, like... definitely not. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not like, ooh, look, the camera. <laughs> There's blood. <laughs> this is exciting. It, yeah, I don't know. I, just not for me. I get you. Yes. But uh, getting back on track to Extra Life, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think of other games. Oh, we played that Rush, that Disney Rush game. Which that was, was way better than I expected it to be. It was better than it should be. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it looked a lot better than I thought it, it would be. It definitely looked a lot better than I thought it would, and it had way more content than I thought it would. Yes. Like, um, it just, like, 
I think if we were to sit down and play through that, you're talking probably like 12 to 15 hours of content. Yeah. Which, and then if we wanted to like gold star everything, it it would would, take longer than that. It would take a very long time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, they're. That I'm convinced that that was Owen Wilson that was <sighs> talking when Lightning McQueen happened. I don't. I mean, like it's because it sure as hell was not Tom Hanks for Woody. I feel like it would be an easier. It would be easier to find an Owen Wilson sound alike. Okay, a, that's Tom pro- Hanks. That's probably true, but it really sounded like Owen Wilson. Which I mean, what has Owen Wilson been doing lately? I remember seeing a movie that he was going to be in recently. I don't remember what it was. But not a lot. No, not a whole lot, I don't think. But, hey, maybe he really wanted it. Yeah. He was like, I have to voice Lightning McQueen <laughs> in this weird Xbox One game. Was it just... I don't even know if it was just Xbox One. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was probably for PS4 as yeah. well. But Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I, the only game that I didn't end up playing was Smash 64, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I could have, and I, I mean, I wouldn't have hated it. It's just, we had so many other people, and I was fine just taking a break during that, that time. Which, yeah. yes, you need one every so often, because yeah. it gets kind of rough after so many hours of just constantly going and not taking a break, really. If, uh... If we didn't do it the way we we do it now, and it, it was just you playing one game, let's say, what what game would you choose uh, for like a full twenty four hour period? If I had to play the same game for a twenty four hour period, oh, yeah. Shit, man, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, that's. I don't. For me, like ideally, what I'd want to do is I'd want to look at like what's coming out soon i guess i would have played red dead if that was the case mm-hmm. but yeah i think i w- and then i just want to like play like just a little bit of each right before find out what i like because i basically i mean just kind of skipping ahead a li- i'm not going to get into too deep but i pretty much sat down and played assassin's creed for 15 hours straight the first night i got it i would play smash for 24 hours straight by yourself yeah Playing like adventure mode and well, trying to beat it with every character or whatever, in arcade and all the other various things. Did you play a lot of Smash by yourself as a kid? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can play Smash alone or with people, especially in the newer ones because there are so many challenges and events and things that you have to do to unlock music and items and stages and me costumes and every fucking thing that exists. Did the Wii U and 3DS version have a lot to unlock? Yep. Um, I remember doing that with Willy. We would look at the challenge thing and try to do as much as we could. Mm-hmm. It's actually really weird because Sakurai, you can very much tell that his influence on the series grew over time. Because a lot of the unlocking stuff in Smash 4 is exactly how you unlock everything in Kirby Air Ride. <laughs> so it's very strange. To, to see that and just be like, this is the exact same unlock system as Kirby Air Ride, which you also did right. a lot on. 
but yeah, I would probably play Smash or just some new game that was brand new. Yeah, I think that's what time. I would want to do is do like a a game that I haven't played already, and just it would be hard. It would not be easy. Oh, I would have a. I would. I could do it. No questions asked. I think. I think the hard part for me would be the streaming part. Mm. Just talking because like i don't think i'm very vocal when i'm playing Uh, i would be able to just say whatever and eventually i would get to a point where it's just like stream of consciousness what is happening i'm petting this dog now (laughs) i I shot this man because i feel like for streaming you want to keep it at least kind of entertaining you do but i feel like for that the after a certain amount of time people realize that you are not Mm -hmm. in a great place right Uh, so figure it out where for the way we do it it i think we can just keep it entertaining with the games we're playing we can but also there's we have a bunch of people here to play off of so if right it ends up just having conversations and just different just different random shits yeah so yeah i'll do it next year do it every year yeah so that's cool it's fun it is i have a lot of fun and so for the last piece of real news here blizzcon happened it did um, there were a couple announcements. The the one that seems kind of cool is they're doing like a vanilla WoW. Uh, oh yeah, did, did they actually give a release date for that? I don't think they, they gave a release that date. Before. Right, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to it too yeah. much, but I know they went into more details about that, and that just seems like cool. Like they're like, yeah. I don't know how popular that's going to be for people. They people really wanted that. I know people uh, say they I wanted don't that. Don't think anyone's going to like it. That's what I'm saying. Like, because like. I assume these people have been playing WoW for, what, 20 years? Or 30 years? I don't even know. I can't think of... uh, Probably somewhere between... 15? 10 and 15. Some time in that range. Yeah, I mean, but so much has changed since then. And, like, if you've been playing all that time, you probably do not remember that properly. I guess, but the game has also changed so much since then in terms of how long it takes to do anything, right. how the economy works, that I have a feeling that when people go back to that, they'll be like, oh shit, this is so slow, but it was all we knew back then, so it seemed really cool. Right. Uh, which, that's interesting, but the thing that really was the most interesting to me is that they're finally gonna fucking remake Warcraft 3 mm-hmm. in glorious HD... And I will be there. I will play that again. The Lich King, man. Yeah. He's coming back. Arthas. Oh, so sick. <laughs> a fucking good game. They should make Warcraft 4. Now they... I'm just trying to think. They just had a World of Warcraft expansion earlier this year, didn't they? Uh, World of Warcraft, yes. It was... Legion... They had so many now that I don't remember. Yeah, I, I it mean, is the one where they tried to get back to horde versus alliance stuff, and I, I, I think it's Legion, but I think that was the one beforehand. Now that I say that out loud, I, and I don't remember. I, I mean, we're, you're talking to two people who really don't follow that kind of yeah, stuff too so much. I, so I, I think Legion was the last one. I don't remember. Battle for Azeroth. That is what the new one is called. Oh, okay. And, yeah, I, people seem to not end up liking it very much in the end. Like, it didn't have as much content or whatever. Yeah, people didn't. I know initially people didn't like it. I didn't know if people eventually came yeah, around to it. Yeah, long term. I don't know. Sometimes it takes a couple patches for it. Right. 
after for people to like it, but excuse me. I will play Warcraft 3 again. I love mm-hmm. Warcraft 3. It is great. We can get some HD original Dota now. <laughs> Top notch. That's what you want. Uh, that is what I want, personally, yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, what was not as cool was when they announced Diablo for mobile phones. <laughs> and you know what? I feel... This is what I think is baffling to me, is like, okay, that makes total sense. That oh, will make you a shitload of money. Yeah. Whatever. I can't even think of what the game is called. That's how little immortal. I gave a shit. Okay, Immortal. Somehow... I saw that headline and I knew the reaction immediately. Whoa. Is that everyone was so upset and of course because they were teasing that it was a new fucking Diablo game and they just had re-released Diablo 3 again on the Switch, okay? So you got all these people who are thinking, "Oh shit, Diablo 4 is coming." And then they're like, "Oh, here it is, new Diablo. It's on a phone." That's the issue. They they got everybody together the the met at blizzcon the pc centric crazed just community <laughs> they've been teasing it all along and then they wait till the very end of the event for the big announcement to be Diablo the mobile game. So like as soon as as soon as I saw that headline, I was like, oh shit, everyone's upset. Yeah. And then they put out a statement saying, We didn't expect this kind of backlash. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You didn't expect this kind of backlash. It'd be from the community that you showed it yes. to? There's no way. Like, if you had just, like, offhandedly thrown that out any other day of the week, people would have been kind of upset. Right. But not at that level. Well, it'd be like Bethesda at QuakeCon announcing a mobile game, like, as their big announcement. It's just... It's not the right community. It's not the right time. I... I yeah. I, it's just very weird that they seemed so taken aback by it. Like, we had no idea. And it was like, well, yeah, man. What did you think was going to happen here? Everyone was going to get up mm-hmm. and cheer because you announced this mobile <laughs> game at this PC-centric expo? <laughs> the The good news is Jason Schreier did say that they are working on a I'm sure they are. Diablo I'm sure they're always project. working on a new Diablo project, but I but they decided not to announce it. At and I think that BlizzCon. this I think that this game will be totally fine. It'll probably oh. could be good even. I think that playing Diablo on a phone would be interesting. It depends how what path they take, I think. But oh, when I heard this, I didn't even think of I just thought that's going to make millions. Oh, I did. It will. That's and it's that, just going to yeah. It's going to rake in the money. So and then the last thing that I enjoyed was they announced a new Overwatch character. Her name is Ash. She is the leader of the gang that McCree was in. She has a weird... She's basically just a scout from Team Fortress 2. But she has a weird rifle that you have to individually load each bullet into. And so you can cancel out of that animation, obviously. Because... Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to like her because I think I like her design a lot. And I think that she is a cool character. She has this huge uh, Omnic guy with her. Mm-hmm. And then I, everything I read was like, oh boy, this is the opposite of a Manny character. You have to be really good at aiming because you can't fucking miss because then you have to reload the bullets one at a time and you're so vulnerable. And her health melts away. She has no health 
and no defense. I assume she does a lot of damage. She, she does hits. a pre- she does pretty good damage. Yeah, she's a DPS character, so I will try her for sure. And no, I normally I'm I try not to play Overwatch anymore because my blood pressure can't handle it. But I played one I played once for the Halloween event. Mm. I got very angry. Um, but I, I want to see what she is like in action. She looks really cool, and I have a feeling that I will enjoy seeing other people play as her the same way I enjoy people playing Hammond, but I fucking, Hammond is not for me. Um, did they say, I assume she'll be on the test server She, first. I believe she is now. Oh, okay, wow. Uh, they usually do that. And they announced all her skins. One of them is like a gangster. One of them, she looks like a safari lady. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. And the Omnic also is changed depending on what her skin is. And I, there, last year they also announced a map. I didn't pay enough attention because I was, we were doing Extra Life. Right. Uh, so there, there might be a new map that I am just unaware of. But she, a new character, I think is big news. Big news enough for that. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing. I mean. I mean, Overwatch is probably, I don't know, is it? Do you think it is Blizzard's biggest game? I or think, do you World think World of Warcraft, Warcraft still, is still is, but I think that Overwatch from a, what's the word I'm looking for? Competitive? No, like just as a cultural phenomenon as a whole. I think more people are aware of Overwatch and things like that than they are aware of what's happening in World of Warcraft. Okay, yes. I was going to say, I think... I think World of Warcraft is known as like this big th- thing that they're pretty much it's been around so long. It's this huge thing that's just basically condensed in its own little community. Yeah. That unless you're really paying attention, you you don't really hear about World of Warcraft at all. Yeah, but I, I think in terms of like cultural awareness, Overwatch is probably like up there in oh, terms yeah. of people actually knowing what the characters are and what's going on in it now, still for sure. Um, I, but I World of Warcraft almost certainly makes the most amount of money for them. Still, I'm sure Hearthstone also makes a shitload oh, because of the way you buy cards. But I, I also they announced a Hearthstone expansion, but I at this point I'm so far gone from Hearthstone that I just don't give a shit. Um, yeah, they have a lot of stuff, and I. I think it's cool that they. I'm kind of curious when their next IP is going to be because it was like a 10 year gap, I think, between Overwatch and whatever. Because it was supposed to be an MMO, right? And they couldn't make it work, so they salvaged what they could and made Team Fortress Two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I mean, I mean, people it can worked. shit on it, it but worked. like that's really. I mean, that's been the Blizzard way is just kind of like taking what's really popular. And then just making making it more accessible to more accessible other people and just like the most polished game you could possibly think because like I you and I are kind of like over Overwatch yeah but I mean it's still a good game it is yeah I like it a lot still when I don't get really angry so I like it for thirty seconds each time I play. <laughs> um, and I get so excited every time there are new skins and then I can't play long enough to unlock them. I got Farah's skin during Halloween, so I got mm. one one skin from the last event. But all right, and so with that, I guess we will get into what we have been playing. Yes. Uh, you played season two of the Batman Telltale game. I did, and yeah. it's hard to talk about this game, especially considering you haven't played season one. And I know you're really interested in. Well, yeah, you're interested, interested in doing yeah. it. 
I would say the fundamental difference between the two is the first one, it's all about what kind of Batman you want to be. Uh, if you want to be like a brutal or a more merciful Batman. Uh, at the end of the game, it kind of rates you and says like how brutal or merciful you were by percentage. I was... I think I was like mid nineties with Merciful. I just wasn't a very brutal Batman in season one. Mm. Uh, season two, I think I heard a lot of people say it was better. I disagree with that. I think season one they did more interesting things with the Wayne family. Okay. Uh, season two, it felt more like on just the standard Telltale game. Where it's all about managing relationships. Okay. Uh, but it just kind of sticks you in a situation and you're like, I can choose option A and that pisses off person B. Or I can choose option B and that pisses off person A. So, like, it, it's just kind of one of those where it just feels... It just felt very gamey to me. And I guess, like, that's probably been the Telltale formula for a while. Yes, it has. And... This might have been the game where I just kind of finally have gotten sick of that Telltale formula, which I guess now's a good time for now's that to a happen. great time to get sick of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, jeez, man. Oh boy. Yeah, I guess that's true, huh? <laughs> I will say the one thing I do like about just season one and season two is they're just as good, if not better, Bruce Wayne stories than they are just Batman stories. Yeah, which I think that is the most interesting part about it to me, is that they mm-hmm. actually focus on Bruce Wayne pretty heavily as well. Yes, very heavily. So it, it is definitely something I highly recommend playing. But for me personally, I found it a little disappointing just because it was just so... It just felt so gamey to me to the point where... There was no gray area. It was just like one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a question in my head and mm-hmm. it floated away. It's hard for is, me. Is this one more of a focus on Batman than it is on Bruce Wayne? I would say it's even less. You spend substantial periods where you're just Bruce Wayne. Huh. Interesting. It's hard for me without yeah spoiling. without spoiling it. And that's the whole that's the entirety of a Telltale game is the story. Well, it's not even. It's hard for me to even talk about it and talk about like which villains you're facing. Yeah, because season one kind of leads into season two with one major villain. Oh, okay, I gotcha. And for a long time, I was thinking that it wasn't even going to be. I thought it was going to be a a fake, and then it ended up not going that way. Okay, so. I, I would probably talk about it a little bit more, but knowing that you actually want to play them, I'll just kind of yeah, leave it, leave it very broad. I would like to, yeah. All right, and so you also played Ew. Assassin's Creed Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> I have played a stupid amount of Assassin's well, Creed. Well, I hear that there is a stupid amount of Assassin's Creed. So. <laughs> it works out. Yeah. I... I oh. The first weekend when you went away to Colorado, I was like, what am I going to do? And then I just went out and bought Assassin's Creed, and then I played 35 hours that first weekend. Okay. That is a lot. Yes. And then after that, just kind of broadly, like I just, with the way my schedules worked with Extra Life, Halloween, and then I like to take breaks between my video gaming 
to watch Islander hockey. Mm-hmm. And just between like those three things happening, I've only been able to play like less than ten hours. Okay. The la- the last like pretty much ten days, so that's been kind of. Well, it's that's only forty five hours. That's only forty five hours, yeah, and but like I've been wanting to play more, and but at the same time, like I want to play more, and I'm really enjoying it, which is weird for me because you know me. Yeah, I do not like to play games no. over thirty hours. Mm-hmm. So like forty five hours in, and I still want to play more. Yeah, but I have a lot of issues with the game as well. I the stuff that I have heard about this game, I am so glad that I did not play it. Because it seems like the kind of thing that would really bother me. Like, the way that the content is, like, doled out. And the way that there is so much happening at the same time. And it's not entirely clear whether or not it is made with the experience bonus taken into account. That is one of the... That is my biggest issue is just the grind. It's which I have heard that if you buy that really great, you know, experience doubler that costs money is it would be like a regular video game experience if you had that. See, but then the other the cynic in me says yes, but the other part of me says like there are a lot of games that they just fuck up the the grind. There is, but then those games usually also don't have something that you can pay for and right. make it seem not as insane. Yes. So I like I'm not. I'm also not trying to say that like Ubisoft did that on purpose. I, I'm just, because there are every game now has something where it's like oh you can pay five dollars and it's like a time saver thing or whatever. But it's weird because it did not seem like that to people in Origins. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you're on the same fucking engine basically doing very similar things and it right. does feel different then it's like well see is it or is it not and that it goes both ways I the think. cynic in me says yes there. oh for you yeah. but then like the other part of me says like it is bigger than origins like just the world itself there's a lot yeah. more content so like it's bigger it's longer there's more content the other big thing is the cap level cap is 50 mm. Where I'm looking at like something like Dragon Quest, where the level cap is 99. Yes, it is. And they're both probably, time-wise, about the same amount of time you put into a game. That's probably true, but I, Dragon Quest also has, like... It's more story-oriented than... I, 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 but, but what I'm saying is, like, so the leveling up, it takes longer in Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Because with dragon age you're going from one to 99 where assassin's creed you're going from one to 50 mm-hmm. so basically dragon quest has 50 more levels that you can level up well yeah but you also only have to get to level 50 okay <laughs> where like <laughs> so i don't know where assassin's creed like man i have not played a game if you are under leveled by even two it is borderline impossible all right that sounds great so <laughs> You know me. I like to just play through the story. Uh-huh. You can't I, do that. No. I. No, you cannot. I played through a lot of it, and I was at level 26. Then all of a sudden, the next main story mission, I had to be level 32. Just to give you an idea, I said I played 45 hours now. Yeah. I'm level 38. Okay. So that should tell you it takes a little over an hour to level up once now in theory i could probably focus on leveling up a little bit more and be a little more efficient Mm -hmm. but you're still talking about an hour an hour to level up once Mm -hmm. so going from 26 to 32 
that's a good good solid six for me it was like six to eight hours to to just play the next story mission that just seems so weird because does that mean you just grind side content that whole time yes. like you're oh, so weird. i was just going to random areas and just doing everything <laughs> So I've killed a lot of alpha wolves. Oh, good. Yeah. How like, about boars? Oh, there are boars, and there's some <laughs> bears. So there's lions. There's lions and bears and boars. All right. And wolves. Wonderful. And they're all dead now. They're they, extinct because of you. No. Oh, no. <laughs> like I maybe have done half. There's unlimited boars. Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. So, I. The other one that really ticked me off is. I'm not going to say what it is, but there, there's mythical creatures in the game. Mm-hmm. So the setup for the mythical creatures, I had to be level 32 to kind of start that mission. Mm-hmm. So I did all of. So I had to do all this grinding to do this main story, but then also do this mythical beast that I really wanted to do. So I did the did all this work. It was like an hour of just kind of setup. But to actually fight the mythical beast, I have to be level 40. Oh, yeah. The annoying thing is they were like, oh, you need to get this special armor to fight this beast. You get the armor and it's level 32 armor. By the time you actually can fight the beast, you're going to be level 40. So that armor is going to be completely useless. I saw Mike Mahardy tweeting about that and you like... It upgrades somehow, but you like can, for free or something for you a can, lot of those. You can upgrade it, but yeah. like, but even then, it's there's four because it is a loot based game. Yeah, yeah. There's normal, there's rare, there's epic, and then there's legendary. That armor that they give you for that is just rare armor. So mm. you can just just regular legendary or like the legendary is just gonna be better armor anyways. So it was just. It was very strange and very uh, disappointing because what ended up happening is I didn't pay attention to the fact that I needed to be level 40. I was like, I did all the setup, now I'm ready to fight the monster. So I just went in and did it. And then all of a sudden I was like, this thing is level 40. I'm not doing any damage to it and it kills me in one hit. (laughs) (laughs) But then it loads you back into the fight and you just... Oh, and you you can't leave! No! So I had to like load a prior save. Oh fuck! I hate that <laughs> so much. I could. I hate oh. when games do that, man. I was like, "Are you serious, game?" Oh, that's rough. Yes. So that that was upsetting. But now I'm 38. Actually, I'm 39 now. No, you're so close. Yeah. I, yeah. Which I could fight it now. It would just be a little tougher. Mm. Uh, the other big thing that is a little disappointing. And this is something that you and I really like to do, but I don't know if other people. We like to level up and grind ahead. Yeah, man. So then you just destroy everything. The the game scales with you? No, I hate that. So then you're never... Man, some people like that challenge. I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I want to know that I worked hard and now I'm better than you. Right. So the game, it doesn't scale down to you, but it certainly (laughs) scales up to you. Great. That's weird. Yeah. I... There seems like there's so much of it. Like, just so much of it. I think if you took this game, cut it in half, for me personally, it's, like, game of the year. Interesting. Because I just love the ancient Greek world. So I just love being in that world and just kind of exploring around and visiting all the different areas. Because there is a surprising amount of diversity with the game itself. Mm -hmm. Just because 
all of the different islands. I mean, there's there's some like the northern is kind of very well. Actually, the entire thing is very mountainous, but it it, it feels more like wintry. The north and then like down south, it's you know beaches and it's very tropical. Some of the islands are very tropical, and I mean there are. I don't even know, probably about 15 different islands, counting the whole big mainland. And the other thing that I really like is, think of something that you know about, like, ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. And there's a very good chance that it invol- that it's in this game. Okay. The only thing that I really haven't seen is anything about tr- the Trojan War in Troy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's pretty much in there. Are you playing as Alexandria or Alexios? That's Cassandra. Cassandra or Alexios. There's only one right answer. And that's You're playing as Cassandra. Cassandra yes. Nice. Alexios seems like a tool. Uh, it is. The voice actor is like the worst <laughs> I've heard this year. Okay, great. But yeah, he's. I. people seem to not like him and think he's like a weird bro. And I don't know. We're her. I mean, she's... She seems okay, yeah. Not just okay. I think she's... Her performance has been like... One of the best I've heard all year. Okay. And so she's very likable. Uh, The story I'm actually kind of interested in, there are some weird things happening, which I think that's more just Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. I kind of wish they would just not even waste my time with the modern day stuff. Oh man, I don't wish that. They need to bring that shit back. Well, they need to either bring it back. They need to get Assassin's Creed back to where it should be. They either need to go into it or just get rid of it. This, like, just little bits, like, like two-minute segments every ten hours or so is just kind of, like, a waste of time. That's also the pacing of the game, though. They set up a pretty poorly paced game, I think. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) I don't know. But, I mean, I... Well, the last one I played was Black Flag, and I actually really liked the modern-day stuff in that, which was after mm. they... Killed Ezio. They really just killed the modern-day stuff. Yes. That's fucking Desmond. Oh, my God. <laughs> that fucking... They jumped it off of a cliff, man. Uh, yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... I will say this is one of the worst starts to a video game I have ever encountered. Great. Where Forza Horizon, I think, is one of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll spoil the first ten minutes because I don't think it's that big of a deal to spoil the first ten minutes. So it starts out with the Battle of 300. Okay. Because of course it would. Yeah. <laughs> so it, there's Leonidas talking and the voice actor is doing his his best Gerard Butler impersonation okay. that he could possibly do. And then it goes from cutscene to... You've heard of, like, the, the, the big epic battles that the game oh, has. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What people didn't talk about is, in order for the Xbox One, the original, and, like, the original PlayStation, for those to be able to do it, to handle that many units... Mm-hmm. And it the frame rate not to tank, they would just have to kill the graphics. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So it went from this like very good looking cutscene to things that just basically look like a PS2 game, like a very uh, good PS2 uh, game. Yeah, but it just looked awful. And this was in like the first three minutes of the game, and you're running around using a spear because like that was the Spartan thing they use spears, but. Fun fact, spears suck in this game. Nice. So just like it was 
It looked terrible. It played terrible. It also, like, it ran well enough for it to work, but it didn't run great, the, the, the big epic battle. Yeah. You had this Leonidas 300, which you're just like, what's the point of this? I just want to play as Cassandra. So, like, you have to get through that battle, and then finally you kind of... Then it takes you out of the, the world, and then you... Then, then it goes to the modern day stuff, and that's kind of when you pick Alexios or Cassandra, and then oh, okay. you kind of like jump into the real game. Once I started playing as Cassandra, I did start to like the game, and then after that, it it's been a lot of fun. I will say those those big battles have not really gotten better, mm-hmm. and this last one that I just did before coming here, there was a lot of fire around. Ooh, nice. That really tanked the frame rate, I'm sure. No, it didn't tank the frame rate. It just made it look even worse. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Scaling, yeah. I was just like, oh boy. I should have just taken some... I should have videotaped it because it looked so bad. I just I just couldn't help but laugh. Nice. But you get a lot of experience from it. I okay, guess. well, that's good. You need that, apparently. Yes. <laughs> but no, they're not. they're not a lot of fun. But I do love the combat in this game because there's the there's really three there's three types there's that uh, let me break it down like what the skill tree is there's hunter assassin and then there's warrior the hunter is just bow so you kind of there's a skill tree for just the bow and leveling that up mm-hmm. assassin is the stealth so you can just kind of like level up your your assassinating your stealthy assassinating and then the warrior if you want to just like just go go into an area and just start killing people you can just level that up and have fun with that okay uh what i've kind of enjoyed is i like all three of those doing all three so then i can just kind of switch things up in the game Mm. so it doesn't get too stale for me and just i but i really like using the bow there's this one that's called the power shot. I can just equip this arrow, and when it hits an NPC, they just go flying. Oh, I remember people talking about this in Origins. Yes, yeah. they just go flying, and it, I just can't help but laugh, because then there's also like the ragdolling in the game, yeah, so it, it's just something, It's it's I just can't help but laugh just watching them just fly off the screen at, <laughs> at just a stupid rate. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, man. So, do you think you're going to beat it, or you think you're going to burn out before it's over? I am... There's nine chapters, and I just finished chapter seven, so I'm in eight. Okay. If... Tomorrow night, I'm finally going to have a night where I can sit down and play it for four or five hours. I think I can get close to finishing it by by okay. then. So, I, I, I will finish this game. Nice. That's cool. Yes. I, my plan was initially to play Assassin's Creed and Dragon Quest at the same time because mm. I bought Dragon Quest like a month ago and mm. I've played for like three hours. Yeah. But then I just really got in, excuse me, really got into Assassin's Creed in a way that I didn't expect. Yeah. Same thing with Forza. So. Ah, uh, yes, I was. Yes, I mean. Yeah. Hmm. So that's that's those are the two games I've been playing. Right. I did dick around with Delta Rune a little bit. Okay, I I will talk about that last because I have some. So okay, some so now so then you. So have been I playing... played The Missing, which I wanted to play for. You've been since playing it what? Came out, the Missing. The what? JJ McAfee's what the fuck is it called? The Missing. 
J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories, which is Swery's new game. The, the first game he was putting out with his new studio, White Owls, after Microsoft totally screwed him on his Xbox One launch game, D4. Uh, Swery it was known for making Deadly Premonition, which was not good gameplay-wise, but from a weird, like, what-the-fuck-is-going-on story perspective... Chef's kiss. It was all around. It was, except for I hated the ending, but people thought it was really great. It was basically a love letter to the show Twin Peaks, and the, I, I get that people really like Twin Peaks. Um, so when I first heard about the concept for The Missing, I didn't know how to feel about it, and I ended up telling Scott about it, and he was like, well, that sounds awesome, and he went home and bought it, and he played it in like one sitting and really liked it. It is a side-scroller, where you play as J.J. Macfield, this young girl, uh, early to mid-college age. Mm -hmm. And the whole concept of the game is she can hurt herself and then regenerate. So you actually have to hurt her to solve puzzles, which is like super fucked up. You'll like run into spikes and she'll lose an arm or a leg. And eventually, if you keep running into the spike, she'll be just a head. And you can, like, roll around as the head and jump. And sometimes you'll have to use that to get into specific areas that only her head can get into. Or, like, you will have to weigh down, like, seesaws with her body parts so that you can get to other areas. I got it on the Switch, and I knew that the, I knew it was going to be a mistake because... Scott played it on the PS4, and he told me that it chugged really bad in the beginning just because there was fog. Mm -hmm. And it, the game does not look good. I, it doesn't look bad, but it definitely looks like it would take nothing to run it. And that is one of the problems that Unity games have when they get ported to console, is for some reason the optimization just doesn't go through, and they have to do a lot of extra work. So I should have known that when it didn't run well on PS4, it sure shit wasn't going to run well on the Switch. I started playing it on my flight to Colorado and then felt really weird that I was playing this game about this girl who hurts herself and there were all these people around me on the plane. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll play this later. And so I ended up playing it the night after my friend's Halloween party when I hadn't slept that much and was really cranky. And I had trouble solving the first puzzle, even though it wasn't that bad. And then it crashed. And I was just like, fuck this, man. And I put it down for a couple days, but I ended up coming back to it. And I do like the story of the game. Like, I think that something interesting is going to happen, and I know how sweary is. And it will pay off in the end, mm -hmm. but you move so fucking slow. For a game where all you do is walk left to right, man, why do you move that slow? It's painful. It is so painful. And the thing that really gets me other than that is... All the animations are so long. So one of the things that'll happen a lot is you'll run into fire and she'll catch on fire. Right. And she'll, like, fall down and, like, writhe in pain and yell. And it's, like, pretty disturbing. It happens every time. Every fucking time. And it takes, like, 30 seconds each time. So if you go through and you don't figure out how to stop the water, like, get over the water, you get put out... You gotta see it again. You gotta, you gotta see the animation again. And it's just... 
I, I don't know why it is like that. And it's it's baffling to me that this game was pretty critically acclaimed. I think the lowest score I saw was a seven. And a lot of outlets gave it nines and eights and nines. And I, I don't see that. I, I mean, maybe from a story perspective, the payoff at the end is something that is that good. Mm-hmm. But from a gameplay perspective, I do not enjoy playing it very much. I'm almost at the end of it. And something strange is definitely going on. Uh, the way you receive most of the story is through text messages. She is getting text messages from her stuffed animal that came to life. And that, that part's very strange. But throughout the game, there are donuts everywhere that you can collect. And once you collect enough donuts, you unlock basically a next set of text messages. And so there are four or five text messages that she has with people from college that seem to be getting gradually more dark as they go. One of them, I think, is going to be really not good and really just going to really break my brain. But you get to, as you progress through the story, you get text messages from her mom and who I believe is her girlfriend, uh, Emily, who the setup for the game is Emily and JJ go on a camping trip and they, Emily gets separated at night and JJ is walks through this island looking for her. Uh, and I also think that that is going to go very poorly because the text messages she gets from her mom are all about how she needs to do well in school because she has to take over the family business and her mom seems very bigoted and not great all around and doesn't really seem to understand how her daughter is feeling. The thing that is creepy as fuck, other than the part where she mutilates herself, is there are there is this deer or moose that appears in a doctor coat Mm -hmm. and every time he shows up he's repeating the same thing which is major hemorrhage cardiac arrest and like something else so it is it seems to me i i'm going to predict the twist i don't know if it actually is is that she either had a mental breakdown or she's in the hospital dying and she is in her own brain remembering all the stuff that brought her to that point um, and people keep talking about something that happens a little past where I am that is just like really fucked up and not good. Um, so I'll see where that goes. I just wanted to see what it was like because I really like Swery as a director and I, I don't know, his first game from his own studio I thought would be really interesting and it's... How long of a game is it? I think I've played it for like three, four hours, probably five or six uh, the thing that I'm going to be bummed about is I have not been collecting all the donuts, and I don't think you get the full story if you don't collect all the donuts. Is that when, like, I kept here? I think Scott was saying something about donuts. Yes, that okay. was. We were talking about it a little bit at Extra Life. Um, so I might just have to, like, YouTube or, like, look up what those text messages are like, because even though I guess when you beat it, you unlock the ability to move twice as fast, which, like, what? If you knew that it was slow and then you can go twice as fast, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Um, so I might just look those up instead of going through it again. Uh, it does it feel like it's like what they're they're going for like the rock star where it's slow and methodical? No, it feels like they're pulling a sweary where the gameplay is not good. Okay, 
in my opinion. Um, I mean, it's nowhere near Deadly Premonition levels, but it definitely isn't what it could be. Like, just the animations, man. Climbing onto things, jumping off of things, pulling things around. It is all so slow, but in a way that just feels tedious. And it, it's really weird. And there's, like, a lot of walking, so there's, like, long gaps where you're not actually doing anything, just pushing, holding forward. And it just seems very weird. Mm -hmm. And the puzzles are strange. Some of them I get right away. Some of them I'm just like, I solve them on accident because I don't even know what I'm actually supposed to be doing. Yeah, those are the worst where it's just like, yeah, this, and I, this I, is I, not a good puzzle. I don't know. So I'll, I'll, I will see how it ends. I think I'm going to end up liking the story, but the gameplay, like I just can't get past how not great it is for me. Do you think it's kind of like in the same category as inside it is very much i when i was reading reviews of it people compared it to inside a lot okay um whereas but inside is more like artistic artistic and up to your interpretation uh which i do not like no this is definitely not up to your interpretation i right they will very much have something to say at the end and i also it could be like some weird commentary on harming yourself to further your goals. So we'll see how that pans out. Boy, I think it's going to be really rough at the end. <laughs> I think I'm going to feel very sad at the end of this game. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it is interesting mm -hmm. nonetheless. I just, I don't know if it's all going to come together. I really hope it does. But. Right. And so then the other game that I played an hour of is Deltarune. And that is really weird because Toby Fox, the day before Halloween, not even him, it was the Undertale Twitter account, was putting out these really weird tweets saying things about come back tomorrow, you've been waiting for this, and it was in all caps, and there were three separate lines. It was really weird. And so then I woke up and... He had released chapter one of his next game called Deltarune, and he asked people to not talk about it for 24 hours, which apparently did not happen at all, mm. obviously, right. because the Undertale community is fucking rabid. Um, I mean, I did see it posted on Reddit. Yeah. It was just like, hey, Deltarune, this is available. Mm -hmm. I assume that was fine. Yeah, no, that. yeah, just saying it's available, but right. what happens in it, which I still don't know the end, and I am actually very curious because I think I know what happens at the end of it, mm -hmm. but it, so the, the whole thing is weird, and I, I have so many thoughts, and I think I might actually write something about this because I, did, did you read his, like, twit longer thing where he wrote about his thoughts and making it and stuff like that? I didn't, because I didn't play Undertale. I think I that really... he is lying, 100%. So so this this is my this is my thing and how do do you remember how far you played or you messed around with it a little bit I went into it I there was that I don't even know what it is it's a woman thing where like she, then we rode it in a car to the school oh to, yeah okay. and then I you definitely did not play Undertale but <laughs> continue no yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know like I was like hey that's a character from Undertale it is yeah yeah that that's the extent yeah, of my Toriel. knowledge and then I like talk to people i had to find like some friends for the school project yes 
and then, then I talked to everybody. The with Susie. I didn't get that far. Oh shit, man. Okay. I was at work and I was just kind of okay, dicking okay, around okay. with it, and then like I got busy, and then I was like, oh well, I guess I'm just gonna. Okay, so. Oh man, it's so weird because I Undertale was one of the most special experiences I've ever had in video games. I think because the whole concept of it is not just to subvert a genre. It is to subvert video games as a whole. Like, you are taught in all video games that, like, you're supposed to punch your problems to death, right? Like, that is you fight and you kill things, and that is what most video games are, right? Yeah. Like, if you were given the option to fight something, you usually want to fight it, and getting experience is good, and you level up. The whole point of Undertale is subverting that, and Mm -hmm. that it is not good. And that you could also be nice to these things and you can spare them and not do any damage or whatever. And that's the whole point of Undertale. This is this is my thing. So he tweeted out, well, his twit longer thing. He basically said it took him five years to make this demo, which is a couple hours long. So I'm still not at the end of it. Wait, so does that mean he was working on this with Undertale? He wrote it before Undertale. Okay. He like also tweeted pictures of his notebook from when he had like had the original concept and it seems like he originally was making Delta Rune and then it evolved into Undertale and so he still had this original idea that he wanted to get out there. But he basically said Undertale was a lot easier because all of the battle sprites were black and white. So it was a lot easier. There was way less animation. There was a lot less going on. And he did most of it by himself with the exception of some of the art and some of the music stuff. And so he said he's having a much harder time this time as it took him uh, many years to make this demo that's only a couple hours long. And he doesn't, he can't do it by himself, basically. And that he needs to try to get a team together and he doesn't know how long it'll take. But he would like to be able to finish this game and he basically put this out there to make himself feel better so that he can say, hey, I made this thing. Do you guys like it? What did you like? What did you not like? And that's why the EXE is called Survey Program. I believe that part. I think that is 100% true because it is much more involved than Undertale. There's a lot more going on. And like, there's more color. There's more in the battle system. I believe all that part. The part where he says... It is not tied to Undertale at all, and they're not related. They just have characters that are shared across the two, and that your choices do not matter, and it doesn't matter what happens. No way. They found somebody found like in Undertale were like. So this is this, this is what I said. This is yeah. I will get this. Okay. Is, okay. It's, it is. There's no way. Hundred percent. Okay. He can't. That cannot be real. And so I, because the battle system is very similar in that you basically act with the main character and you try to pacify the enemies and then you can spare them and they will leave and you don't kill them. Uh, There is a third character you get, Susie, who will attack no matter what. So one of the new mechanics is you basically have to warn the enemies that Susie is going to attack them and then they will dodge all of her attacks basically and even the beginning so i guess spoilers for delta rune if you don't want to know anything about it but like loose spoilers in the beginning you're asked to create a character and then as soon as you make it 
it's he the game is basically just like well you made this say goodbye to it because your choices don't matter you don't get to pick who you are and as you keep going they seem to try to reiterate the fact that your choices don't matter and that nothing will change and he even said in his twit longer thing that if you kill the enemies or you spare them it doesn't matter and you will always get the same outcome in the end i can't believe that mm-hmm. and i think it is his attempt at trying to subvert again because you can't do what he did with undertale a second time and have it be as effective if people expect it to happen so i think this is just my personal thing and i have no idea if it'll be like this we don't even know if the game will ever come out in a finished state but i think that he is trying to drill it into your head that your choices don't matter to see if you will be a shithead the entire time and then at the end be like well hey actually guess what it did matter and your choices do actually affect things even if you think Mm -hmm. that they don't or you're told that they don't you become your own person right so it seems so weird to me that everywhere that i have read seems to so readily agree with him that that stuff doesn't matter that there is why would you even have the spare mechanic at that point why would you have the attack mechanic like why would it matter at all why would you go through the trouble of programming that if you're having a hard time programming it just seems so weird and then the other thing that really gets me is them him saying that it's not tied to undertale there's literally no way literally no way there is a point in undertale where you look at this poster and it says there are three smiling people on it and underneath it is written don't f- or don't forget or never forget or something those three characters 100% are the three characters from delta rune and there are multiple songs in the game and the credits theme are called don't forget that is not a coin you can't you can't just do that and say that and the other thing that i think is wild is I totally forgot about this, and I'm going to go back and play Undertale probably within the next couple of days. There is a random NPC. When you talk to him, he says, oh, you should meet my neighbor Susie. You would really like her. And it's strange because there's no character named Susie in Undertale, but her name is yellow, like all the important characters in Undertale. And it's like, that's really strange. And when you beat the game, you talk to him again, he's like, oh, it's too bad you didn't get to meet her. But in the Switch version, they changed it. So now he says, the time will come soon when you will get to meet Susie. I feel it. You don't do that. You don't have that happen. Unless that is like the world's most elaborate tease for this one chapter demo. It has to tie together. And I have not gotten far enough in the game to see Mm -hmm. the rest of the characters from Undertale. But they are there. So there's a whole thing and the whole, like, if you look into Gaster and all this shit, they set it up for there to be multiple realities and Sans can travel between them. It's got to have something to do. I refused. I refuse mm-hmm. to believe this. And I, I can't believe it. 
So it's it's just a very strange thing, and I'm excited to play the rest of it. I think I have like two-ish hours to go. Right. Um, and I know that there is a twist at the end or something weird happens in very Undertale fashion. And the other thing is it's called Deltarune, which is an anagram for Undertale. I thought I read somewhere that Deltarune was in Undertale. It is. It is the uh, crest of the royal family. Okay. That is the Deltarune, and that is what is on the floor in the main thing. And Asriel is in college. It, it's all, it's all tied together in a weird way, and I just I can't wait to see what happens. And hey, if it ends up being that I am wrong about this, and he was all of that was truthful, then that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I just it seems like there's no way. I feel like he is just trying to direct people's attention like he's doing a magic trick like oh shit look over there and then people will be very surprised when that is not the case mm-hmm. i just it, it's impossible there's no way right it has to at least be tied together somehow and there's no way that those choices don't matter unless the story is just so fucking depressing that mm-hmm. i don't know man it is an interesting thing and it was hey, kind of unexpected. I mean, it just it kind was of came out literally of out of nowhere, and I am super bummed that there definitely will not be more of it for at least numerous years. But I would rather that he takes his time and makes a sick product that can actually live up to mm. how people felt about Undertale. I think that people will end up being really shitty about it and I was saying say, that I Undertale is way know. better. But yeah. I think that the characters that he has created so far seem very good, and the where it seems to be going seems very good so i think that he can i think he can pull it off again Mm -hmm. or at least make a game that is very good again so it's so weird this conversation i hate to go back to what we were talking before but it kind of reminded me a couple more things that i wanted to talk about with assassin's creed for a second one of them and this is gonna upset you i have had some major mechanical issues to the point where the game is cra- hard crashed five, oh, yeah. five times in total. Nice. So that that's that's something I should definitely I definitely wanted to say. But then the other is in traditional RPG sense, if it does have like decisions that you can make, and it they they do a great job of because there's the starter island that you kind of start on an island, and early early on there's this one mission where you have to kind of go over. And there's this this guard, and he's a massive dick, and he's basically saying how he's going to kill this family. And they do this whole thing where the family has some disease. Uh, they spend a very large time just having the, the family plead with you to, like, save them. And, and they just make the, the guard just seem like a massive dick, someone that you definitely want to kill. Yeah. So... <laughs> they really want you to kill this guy, and so I did, because, you know, i easily influenced by that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Later on in the game, you find out that the island, the starter island that you were on, now has ravaged by a plague. And you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have killed that guy, because <laughs> he was doing the right thing. Uh. So, like, it, it was just a great way for the game to kind of say, like... Your actions do have consequences. So, like, for an Assassin's Creed game, that just kind of surprised me. Because, like, you don't typically see that kind of stuff with just Ubisoft games in general. I feel like a lot of times they focus on just, like, dumb gameplay. Mm -hmm. Where, like, I didn't talk about this before, but there's the Spartan kick. 
and I've been like Spartan kicking lions off of mountaintops and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things that you never would think you want to do until you're actually able to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but no, I just kind of wanted to bring up that there are a lot of RPG elements and a lot of the side stories and side missions are actually well written. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one that's a twist on Oedipus, which I'm oh a, yeah, that makes sense. I'm a big fan of. Yeah. But I guess now we can move on to the round two here. Yes, part um, two, the Pokemon retrospective. Yeah, so we're just gonna talk about Pokemon basically because uh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu come out in just a handful of days here. Thirteen, I believe, or ten days. I think it comes out on the sixteenth. 16th or 17th, whichever one of those is a Friday. Friday. It, the 16th is the okay, Friday, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Should be. Um, yeah, it's weird that they are... This is just seems like a very straight remake of red and blue, basically. It feels more like yellow. I mean, yeah, I guess it's like yellow because you have Pikachu or Eevee and you can't evolve them. Uh, it, and they you can have an animal follow you or Pokemon. Yeah, follow so you. they they go the Soul Silver Heart Gold route, and you can have the. Well, I mean, Yellow had that too. Well, but just Pikachu. But not just Pikachu. Like right. these are Gold and Soul Silver had every Pokemon. Yes. So. It, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know how to feel about these upcoming games because I have that nostalgia for that time when i played those pokemon games but i was very young and it also seems now like well, it doesn't seem like they did remove a lot of major mechanics from this to make right. it be more accessible to people who they think play pokemon go that don't understand mechanics or something like you can't you don't have items there are no abilities there are some items like you get berries and like those will help you catch pokemon well, yeah, but like not equipped items, so right, like quick right. claws, stuff like that. So the competitive battling aspect of it is not really right. there or what it was. So that is going more closer to what it was during red and blue, yellow right. times. And I, I have gone back and forth on this because the amount of negativity I have seen about this game is really high. Really? People seem to just hate it viscerally. Like, they, <laughs> I have seen people just be like, this game is terrible. And Where have you seen this? I'm just curious. Like, literally everywhere. Okay, because I have Like, I... any trailer they put out, any mm. anything. So, on YouTube? I... YouTube comments on video game websites, okay. forums, anything. Because, like, I actively avoid all YouTube comments. Well, yeah, YouTube comments are not a good gauge of that. But any, <laughs> any like, actu right. actually places where people go mm -hmm. to discuss video games rationally... People seem to be very mm -hmm. rationally hating on this game. Okay. The, I, I find it to be strange because they were very upfront about what it is well, exactly. and who it's targeted towards. Um, and, and I think part of it is people feel burned because they were expecting a new Pokemon game to be the first one on the Switch. Instead of a remake that is using mechanics from Go that people feel whatever about. Um I, so I, I just I don't know how I will feel when I'll play it. Like I, I don't know if I will just have a regular oh this is a semi enjoyable Pokemon experience, or if I will feel like I'm missing something because a lot of these newer mechanics are gone. See, in one sense I get what you're saying, but for me I didn't play. 
I can't think of what it's called, but Sun and Moon 2. Whatever oh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Uh, right. So, like, the last time I played a Pokemon game was 2016, 2015. Yeah. So I'm just excited to kind of get into a, a new-ish Pokemon game. And one thing that I do kind of like is there's no more random encounters, which I know people are upset about that. But if you if you're just traversing around the world and you're like oh here's a butterfree i don't have a butterfree i would like to catch this you can just walk up and catch it i mean yeah i i am all for that i just and then when you catch the pokemon like every pokemon in your party just levels up yeah and you don't get experience by fighting because you can't really fight wild pokemon you can't fight wild pokemon yeah you can only fight trainers which and people... i don't i don't mind that no but like... people seem to really hate that I don't... Do you like having to battle to yeah. catch... I mean, it's okay, but then there's always that moment, especially early on, when you're like, okay, I just need to hit this one more time, and then you crit it, and you're like, oh, fantastic. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the RNG aspect of Pokemon. Yes. I mean, this will still have that, because oh, fucking let me tell you about the Pokemon Go catching system. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully it will be better, because like the Pokemon Go is clearly kind of... It wants you to kind of use up a lot of Pokeballs. Yeah. The the thing that I am seeing a lot is, especially when they announced that, like, 150 Master Trainer thing, where, like, dude is going to have the world's best Caterpie. You got to fight his, his Caterpie with your Caterpie. Uh, is that, like, that seems like it's literally the only post-game content that this has. Mm-hmm. And that's... These games were not that long, man. And they probably 10 to 15 hours yeah I, yeah and if that is the only post-game content i don't know how i feel about that because i feel like pokemon games have been light on post-game content for a long time which has been one of the main criticisms of the last couple so i, I thought pokemon x and y had pretty good i mean it did but then it still has the same thing where you're like if you're not really grinding, like there is no good way to level, level up your up. eighty to a hundred Pokemon. That's why I what I really want for the next like real Pokemon game is a new game plus, where you just move your Pokemon over. Yeah, or something like that. Or just, I mean, I would just take you can fight all the trainers again. Well, because most of the time they don't even have that. You right. can use like whatever the fucking versus seeker, but you have to. Uh, well, that wasn't even in the last. Chart. No, it wasn't. But like even when, when you could time... use it, I can't even remember now. I want to say like fire red. I think had <laughs> no. It. I so soul silver and heart gold had it at least, okay. and I think one of the other ones passed it. But it it just it's been a while. It's been a while, and that has been one of the main criticisms of Pokemon for a while. Like, I mean, which if that's the only criticism you can think of, I mean, good shit. But although Pokemon Oris did have that Chansey, yeah, it did, glitch. and that so people really like that. And yes. I don't think that was a glitch. I think that was intentional. Oh, you do because think that was there's no way because that was an amazing way to love it. It was. It was yeah. You could get mad experience. Yes. And it was really good, and I think that they realized that like, whoa, shit. That, that you can do that, but it also works and is a good way to get experience. Because what I would do is I'd game the system. I would breed in X and Y, mm-hmm. move it over. And so then they get the boosted they experience. Get, yes. Oh, yeah. So with the, the lucky egg, the boosted experience, and then fighting chances, I would go from level 1 to like level 90 in like 6 battles. Yeah. And so, like yeah, I think that's really cool. Stuff like that. I... 
I just, I just, I feel so weird about this because back when I played those original games, I was so young that uh, it will just be weird. And then, like, they already remade it again with Fire Red and Leaf Green. You know what I mean? But even then, that was what ten years ago. It was ten years ago, and I just. People are so up, people get so up in arms whenever they do anything with Gen One again because they give so much preferential treatment to Gen One. I think because that's I mean that's where the original fans were and they're trying to get those back. But they could have done that. They did that already. Like when Sun and Moon came out, that brought back a lot of those people. So I feel it's... like X and Y did a better job. Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon was the for the people who like the original 150. That was way. I think Sun and Moon wild sold X and Y by like an absurd amount. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, it, I mean, especially people that I knew personally that hadn't played Pokemon in fucking years. Okay. Played Sun and Moon. Um, because there are still those people out there who are criminals and are like, if it doesn't have Gen 1, I don't want to play it. And then, that sucks. But... Yeah, oh, I guess Sun and Moon did have, like, all the Alolan forms. I forgot about lot, that. Lot of, a lot of the Gen 1 Pokemon. I mean, fucking even X and Y did that. Well, X and Y gave you, like, one of the three starters. You got all... Yeah, and then you the Mega Forms for a lot of them were Gen yes. 1 Pokemon. Stuff like that. I, yes. they, they give preferential treatment to Gen 1 a lot. And I feel like that is also one of the reasons why people are kind of down on this. Is because it's another remake of Gen 1 that only has Gen 1 Pokemon. Except for Meltan. Let's not forget Meltan and Super Meltan. Regi Meltan. Whatever the fuck it was called. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I guess for me, this game is just taking me back to when I was a kid, and just I just remember sitting on a school bus, watching people play it, and just being like, "This seems so cool. Yeah, I want this." And now you'll be able to sit at home on your Switch mm -hmm. and I, do the same. I guess. I, I guess know. for me, like, yeah, it would be cool if all the Pokemon were in it, but I just want a Pokemon experience at this point. See, I, I would have rather waited until uh, well, an could, actual new one. Well, you could just not buy this. I could, but I can't have to see what it's like. <laughs> and I was thinking I might, I think I'm going to buy a Pikachu. I bought Eevee. Because I know you're buying Eevee, and yeah. I figure there's going we to be exclusive. Hot trades. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll have to bust out our link cables and really get going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I am kind of wondering is how they're going to do, if they're going to do it, the uh the pokemon bank the pokebank yeah yeah i the only i almost I, bought i almost bought the pokeball edition because i don't have a mew and i realized that if they don't have pokemon bank i don't give a shit about that mew because i they're actually there's zeora the newest legendary the like electric cat dog thing yeah. uh that is being distributed at gamestop right now so i should probably go get that because i think that pokemon looks really cool and yeah i need a bunch of the legendaries i think i still need dark cry see i don't care Arceus. about the, the legendaries oh man my living pokedex is nearing completion so i have to have all of the legendaries as well stupid shaman all the all the dummies well 
But you're never going to be satisfied because they're going to release a new generation. No, I will get that. I will be able to do it. Every time, I'm so much closer. I have every. I have a living dex of all of the new Pokemon from Sun and Moon. I have every one except for the evolved form of Type Null. So I, or no, now I don't have Type Null. I have Silvoli, okay. but I don't have Type Null, which if I ever go back and finish Ultra Sun... I will have that. Mm-hmm. And Zayora, I don't have either because. Oh, fuck. I don't think I have. What was the fat one? Though not Deansay. Hoopa, maybe? I don't have Hoopa. Hoopla. Hoopa? Hoop, hoopla? Something. I, yeah. I don't have that one either. But I. So that one I got them all. Other than the two that I can't get. Literally. Hoopla has two forms. Are those two different. Pokemon, or are they the same? You may have to get two different Hoopas. I may. That's fine. I'll get two Hoopas someday. (laughs) But then if you try to fucking trade anyone on the stupid thing, they're like, I want a level one Mew. That's impossible and doesn't exist. Like, cool, thanks. So those trades are usually impossible. But I know some people now who have a lot of those legendaries that used to work at GameStop. So. Maybe. I will be able to. I think I can get Arceus at least. Mm. So that's cool. I, yeah. yeah, I. That's one of the reasons why I'm not as excited for this as I would like to be, is because I always like catching the new Pokemon mm. and interacting with the new Pokemon, seeing what they're like. And so I have interacted with these Pokemon so many times. They are old and used Pokemons at this point. So I, which I like them a lot. Yes. I, so it's. It's hard to complain too much. I just... It doesn't feel like a new adventure to me. It feels very much like a rehash of what we used to have when we were younger. Which... That's it what... seems like it's supposed to be, but it also seems like it's not supposed to be that at all. Because of the weird Pokemon Go mechanics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just, just curious. And as I said, I just want a Pokemon experience. So, like... Yes, in an ideal world, new Pokemon, because typically the way I play like these new Pokemons, I don't really care about catching all the Pokemon or anything. I very much do. I just want to have like a unique team with all new Pokemon. That is what I do as well, yeah. I don't want to... So, obviously, this time I'm going to have to have all like Pokemon that I have had in my party mm-hmm. before, but it'll be fun to just no yeah i i think that i will have a good time i just don't know that i will be able to finish it like i don't think that i'll bring myself to finish it i guess the other thing is like i'm just excited for like the best looking pokemon game that has pretty much ever been made it does it does look very good um which gives me great hope for the next one this coming year whenever they release it uh because I think Game Freak is doing a good job overall. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's a very weird choice for this one, though. Yeah, I, but I mean, I, I get I get why people are upset, but for me, just having a Pokemon experience is because, like, I really, I mean, I look at the Nintendo this year, and it's just like yikes. It's been a it's been a rough one uh, with not liking smash i mean like this is the big release this is the big nintendo release for me oh boy <laughs> that's a scary thought um which i mean when i bought the switch pretty much a year ago now like i knew i was like 
I am buying this for Zelda, Mario, and Mario Rabbids, and then mm-hmm. like next year, I guess they did make Kirby as well, which they did. I forgot about that. I can't play those games anymore. They're mm. so easy that it like is boring to me. I that do is, like Kirby, but they are very simple. That is one concern I have about Pokemon. This Pokemon is it may be painfully easy. We could play co-op. Are you ready? I don't know if that will make it better. Oh, it will. If we can both be Caterpie. <laughs> Level up. Yeah, I, I hope that there are... And you know what? Saying this, I just realized that there's no way. I was going to say, I hope that there's a lot of stuff that they have not shown off. But with the way they advertised Sun and Moon, or Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, we have seen everything this game has to offer. <laughs> uh, so, I, which is fine. I just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want that nostalgia trip. I usually go back and play Gen 1 oh, every I year. I fucking can't. I know you can't. It's so but I cannot do it anymore. See, for me, like I just have an emulator on my work computer. Going at times 7 speed? No. <laughs> that is what I, that's the only way I would be able to play it, I think. I just, it, it takes me like a week to get through it because like I'm, you know, doing other things and I'm, I'm actually doing work and it's just during my breaks and stuff. Yeah. But like, I don't know, it's just something, it's so cathartic for me to just kind of mm. like, just, it's, I don't, it's just a fun nostalgia trip. So I think this will be like a fun nostalgia trip, but looking better and at least a little different. Yeah, that's where, that is where this kind of loses some for me and where older Pokemon games lose it for me is they're so iterative that the things they add and then you realize that they were taken away or like you go back to the old ones that don't have those new things and it's just like oh boy i have become so accustomed to these mechanics and moving at a certain speed and the way battles go and things like that that i going back to the old i think even going back to the game boy advance ones now would be hard for me after what they changed in X and Y and uh, Sun and Moon. it's The roughest is Gen 1. It never told you, like, experience, like, how much, like, it's leveling up that bar. So you have to go, like, into the menu to look at, uh, like, yeah. like, experience the next and the level. Way, oh, man. And the way the items are laid out mm. and the Professor Oak doesn't want you to do it inside ever and all that stuff. Trying to organize those moving at speeds that are just so blazing i can't handle it the bike is all right still i think but now i think the thing that changed the most for me is that now you don't have to use teach the pokemon hms that just happens i don't know that i can go back but fly is such a good hm it is i mean you can still use fly as a tm and surf is a really good one too i mean you still use that as a tm also but now you don't have to have your pokemon no cut and have it in your party it's mm, so i the one that i never understood is strength it's got like some decent power to it but like when you do that in battle it does no damage no damage yeah i've never understood strength it's very weird and so yeah now they took that away it's so much easier to just traverse in general, running, biking, just walking up to water and having it actually just surf, basically. Like, it, it, it is so much more user-friendly now than it used to be. And I actually, I don't know if, 
I don't know that there are HMs in this either. Uh, yeah. I didn't pay enough attention. Maybe there aren't. Uh, but but yeah, this has those modern mechanics. So maybe if I would, this was the best possible way for me to go back and experience those games. Yeah, because when I when I went back and played Red, you have to go into the menu to select cut. Yeah, man. <laughs> Instead, now you just walk up to the bush and just and it's like, hey, would you like to cut this? Down? Yeah, man. Ivy Sword knows cut. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Right. And you're like, yes, thank you. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. So, so, yeah, some of that stuff, especially in those older games, feels so archaic. Right. But I remember at that time, like, that was the greatest thing that oh, yeah. had ever existed. It was the ultimate awesome experience. I love that shit, man. I remember I just, like, begged my grandma to, like, take me so I can get that game. Yeah. And I, I had a Game Boy, and I don't remember having any other games. I think I just played pokemon i had numerous other games i still have but yeah I, pokemon i definitely played the most mm. i remember having the strategy guides i remember playing the living shit out of that mm-hmm. um as a starting over numerous times which i've never done in another pokemon game since then i don't think um but yeah starting over mm-hmm. constantly going through oh, yeah, it again too. and again and again did you have different party members or pretty much? Uh, I would basically just use the same stuff usually depending on what I caught. But then using the missing no cheat and all mm. that kind of stuff. Really fucking up the cartridge. Yeah. Um, all that all that kind of stuff. I did everything that there was to do basically. That's so weird to think of. That was so long ago, man. Where now, I just keep saying it, but I really, really would like a new game plus. You go back into the world. You take all you... But this time, like, I don't know, the first gym is, like, level 50 or 60, and you can just kind of really... Le- the whole point would be to level up your Pokemon. Yeah. Or or I think even if they just wrote some weird <laughs> contrived story to why you have to just go through the gyms again, even if you don't have to start a new game plus, to, like, make that a challenge. Or right. Or do... I, I, I don't know. Have there be other trainers in the world that have reasonably leveled pokemon you know what mm. i mean because even when you had the versus seeker it's like man i can fight you again with your level eight red attack <laughs> yeah. oh, it's sick can't wait oh so weird you can are you excited to change your pikachu's hair Mm, don't care they look really ugly <laughs> so you can make your pikachu look super ugly if you want I was always planning on getting Eevee, but then I was like, well, Manny's getting Eevee. I'm not getting a Pikachu. I should probably get the Pikachu so he can, you know, hot trades. Hot trades. Mm-hmm. And there will be hot trades, there I'm will sure. Be. Yeah. If it's like the originals, what were the exclusives? Meowth, Bellsprout. Ekans? Ekans. I, I don't remember which one was in which version. Arcanine I know was Pikachu, in not that version. Pikachu was in... Red and it wasn't in blue. It was harder to find Pikachu and the other one you could still. Okay. Go. But yeah, it was I'll... Meowth, Ekans, Bellsprout, Caterpie, and Wait Weedle. Caterpie, Weedle, Growlithe. Oh, and Vulpix? Yeah, was... Growlithe and Vulpix were the swapped ones. Yeah, yeah. I think there were a couple more. Oddish and Bellsprout? Yeah. Uh, See, it was hard because. What the cause... hell was the. What was the other. It was Meowth and. It's hard for me because 
my first one was yellow that I bought, yeah, and my sister yeah, got yeah, red. Okay, yeah. So like it was just a, it was a little different. Maybe it was Ekins and Drowsy were the. Hmm. That doesn't sound right. I know Ekins was one of the exclusives. Uh, coughing and Grimer, maybe. Probably. I mean, that would definitely. I can't recall. I just heard Growlithe and Vulpix are the ones I remember because I liked both of those Pokemon and being very bummed out that I could not get a Growlithe with blue version. Oh, yeah, that, is that the version you had blue? Had blue, yeah. And you'd probably pick Charizard? Always. You... I actually, originally I picked Blastoise. Okay. As a child, I was very much into Blastoise. Um, and I don't know what happened as I grew older. I was like, fire starters all the way. Yeah, I, I mean, I assume... I mean, Blastoise was on the cover. Other than Blastoise... Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why <laughs> so I was... So I had to. I was surprised because, like, I just know, like, fire. I was like, yeah. you definitely had red. <laughs> nope, I have, I have blue. Because after that, I don't think you've ever not picked a, the fire. That right? is true, yeah. Where uh, Sun and Even Moon... Even if I don't like them, mm-hmm. I picked uh, Delphox. Delphox. I do not like very much, but I still... Yeah, Fennekin, that's the first form of that. That's not I bad. I, it's not a great design in my opinion the first but, i'm saying the, oh finnegan you know yeah i like that and i and like then the it, second form as well brixton and then after that it kind of starts to fall apart yeah but i i don't wanna i'm just trying to think of like all the ones i, I think the first time i ever picked a grass was in this was sun and moon just because i thought decidueye was the, the pretty cool yeah the i picked decidueye in ultrason mm. So that was the first time for... Yeah, and in the, like, third version, I always picked some random. Oh, okay. Like, in Platinum, I used Torterra, which mm. um, is very good. I love Torterra. That gen is so good. Um, yeah, usually for the third version, I would pick some random thing and just go with that, because I was like, well, I already did it with the other ones, so I might right. as well go through with this. But yeah, I I always picked a Firestarter, and I don't know what that was. Now I just pick it out of obligation. <laughs> I have to, because I would have picked Greninja, man. Greninja was cool, but yeah, you should have picked Greninja. Too late. I have Greninja now, but I mean, I have them all, but right. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I, I did actually like Incineroar, though. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I was a fan of. It. I think all three of those are pretty good. Well, I oh, lied. Yeah, yeah, the water or whatever, whatever. Her oh, name what is. is that thing's name? See, that's where I'm at now. Is people will say the name of a Pokemon, and I'll be like, what are you talking about? What the fuck is that? And then they'll show me, and I'll be like, oh, that one. Primarina. Primarina, yes. It is so, like, for Sun and X and Y, I have very large gaps of what their names are for some reason. And I don't know what that is, because you asked me, like, Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3 Pokemon, I got that shit on lock. Four, five... And six, I lose it so much, I think. You're getting old. Maybe four, not so much. I bet I could do four as well. But, well, also just some of the Pokemon I think in X and Y, I just didn't like. Some of them I remember because of how much I disliked them. Like, Pumpkaboo? <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? Clefkey? Ugh. But I love Chandelure. That's a different gen. But still, <laughs> Chandelure is my boy. <laughs> And, yeah, some of the ones in Sun and Moon, like, people were talking to me about them recently, and I was just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I did not. And it had so few Pokemon in it that it just seems like I should be able to know them all. Yeah. 
But I, outside of right now, like, trying to rack my brain, I can't think of the names of anything other than the starters, Type Null, and Silvoli. I remember there were two those two monkeys. Well, there was a ring. Oh, yes. Someone said the name Pomasan uh, and whatever the other one is. A ring a tune or something? It, something weird. One has a melon, one has a different fruit, and it's right. I Yeah, someone said the name of that one, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then they showed me, and I was like, oh, that one. Yeah, totally. Like, I literally, I'm drawing a complete blank. I can't think of anything. Alolan Vulpix. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like a lowland executor. That's another issue I had where like I picked a couple of lowland type uh, lowland versions because I just really liked the I like a lowland Vulpix. How do you not? I have love that a lowland Vulpix. I did. I had I had all new Pokemon and I actually liked most of them. The why can't I think of the fucking name? It's the one that's like a small anthropod and then it evolves into like the huge buff ass anthropod. The one that uh, Guzma has? Is it electric? No, it's water and rock, I think. Okay. Fuck. See, I just don't remember any of them. It's rough. And then I, I remember I also had a Lolan Golem for a while. I don't know if I finished the game oh, with boy. it. I did not like Lolan Golem's look. Yeah, but it was... Stash. The rock and the electric was just was so good. useful. Yeah. I, I, oh no, that's not true. I used the Lolan Raichu because it was psychic. Mm. And it had every weakness. <laughs> it would get killed in one hit by literally <laughs> anything it seemed like. So that was not a great choice, but I stuck with it. Yeah, well, I, this is, I feel so bad. I yeah. can't remember a single one. <sighs> I... I I remember I finished the game with Alolan Vulpix in Decidueye, and after that, oh boy. Oh, I had um, Tolkien, the the Toucan, Toucanon? Oh, Toucan, yeah, Toucanon, yeah, him and what the, f- Mudsdale. Mudsdale, I had You Mudsdale, definitely had yeah. Mudsdale, yeah, so... I can't remember the Pokemon I had, but the ones you had, <laughs> top notch. Definitely remember. Mudsdale was good, dude. Yeah, he was like the only good Pokemon. That, like act stat wise, I feel like I remember watching streams when that came out, and people who did competitive battling were so pissed oh, because yeah. they all sucked. Like they were so bad in comparison to other ones. Their stats were so much lower. Their types were just weird and not good. And I think, like, the only like ones were... that ended up being good were, like, those three legendaries, like, Tapu Coco, Tapu Lele, and whatever the other one was. And that was, like, it. Because they weren't uber, but they were not super terrible either. They, like, I think every Pokemon was just, like, insanely slow this, like, that Yeah, they had very again. slow speed, and it was rough. Which, at least Mudsdale could take a hit very much so yeah which was very nice <laughs> that's right i do remember having him and being a oh like and rock i love oh yeah rock. so good They're my man see i didn't have him because i had mudsdale and i was like yeah, yeah they, i they cover i used him and he was very good but yeah he had no defense at all uh he was very he was actually pretty fast but he also knew the the 
rock equivalent of quick attack mm-hmm. i can't think of what it was called i think it might have actually been new to sun and moon i think it was too um that that move was actually pretty good and actually had high attack but i i just feel weird because i do i enjoy playing every new pokemon game now and i usually i'll see some designs and think that they're pretty cool but there was something about sun and moon where i really liked that game but there were not that many new pokemon i didn't like very many of the designs I loved that world, though. I loved the world. And it was, like, the first one where it seemed like Pokemon and humans actually coexisted. And like, as opposed to before where everyone is, like, the world is devoid of Pokemon. There are slaves. <laughs> yeah, like, everyone seemed happy. Everyone was super high. Well, I mean, Hawaii's great. Fake I, Hawaii, also great, apparently. I assume Hawaii's great. Yeah, I, I, I've heard. First-hand I can't, accounts. I can't make that, you know, like... I've heard a first-hand account, so... But yeah, they they did such a good job of making it seem like a lived-in world right. with Pokemon, and that's what I really liked. I hope they do that going forward. <laughs> I also really hope that the rumor about it being based on China is true, because they could go some cool places with that. So, I, I, yeah. I can't wait to see something else about that, because I... I gotta know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Do you think it uses the same style like graphical style as let's go pikachu and eevee or do you think it will be totally different i think it's gonna be different because i the style is um niantic it is the niantic style yeah so i i think they took that and that like art design and like i think they worked with them where this next game is going to be a game freak yeah so i think it's gonna look worse the game that's coming out next year i do not think that is the i case. think it'll look worse i think there's no chance because of what all the other 3d pokemon games look like i also think that uh the ones i think if you actually blew up sun and moon that it would look awesome which actually never mind i know that's true mm-hmm. i know that it looks better than pokemon let's go eevee and pikachu oh, because really? people have done that oh yeah that's why people thought that stars was actually coming out was because people did the work to remove the out black outlines from those pokemon and it that up in hd without those borders looks insane okay i was thinking with the borders it like it, no uh, that looks pretty rough but when they remove the borders and actually up-res it that shit looks crazy good mm. and those games were also pushing the upper limits of what the 3ds could even remotely handle i'm surprised those games looked at that sun and moon looked as good as they did Th- that and monster hunter stories were the two games where i was like oh shit you can actually do really crazy stuff with the 3ds it's just it takes way more work than it should, and you guys are I really doing it. Well, they pushed Sun and Moon. It couldn't have oh, done much more. When you put that 3D on, oh man! When you did the 4v4 battle, <laughs> oh boy! Oh shit! Or in all the Sun and Moon, when you take the photos of those like oh, the Pokemon God. Snap thing, oh shit! <laughs> That sucked so bad. It was like, whoa, we are a slideshow now. Yeah, I just remember the 4v4. I had to do it for, like, specific... Specific IVs. Well, EVs, like, yeah. Well, specific items I needed for, like... Mm. And it, it was... It took... 
probably three times longer than it should have just because the frame rate couldn't handle it. Damn. Also, that was so poorly designed. It was. That was rough. It, so, like, the way you oh, win... Oh, you're, ta- you're talking about the 4v4, but I was thinking about horde battles. No, I'm talking about... That was about, also rough. The horde battles had issues, but, like, that was amazing for, like, IV grinding. I'm talking about the 4v4 battles where I needed to get, like, the battle points, and then I could spend those battle points to get items for breeding. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I hated that system because, like, you could end the battle with the most kills... But still finishing last. Mm-hmm. It just it felt so random. It did. Oh, that was, oh, that was just, and it took so long. No, because the 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 horde battles, you just you got a move that hit everybody at once, and you were good. to yeah, go. Yeah, you were good to go. But that still, that was not a great experience then either. It it, it didn't bother me because it was the best way to uh, IV breed. Ugh. Or EV train. I could not handle it. So every time I would get one of those battles, I'd be like, "Fuck." The one thing that does bother me with that is, <laughs> you want to throw a pokeball at a specific one in the game. Oh like, my god! Oh, you can't <laughs> handle that. Your brain actually can't handle it. You see that Pokemon right there? Who knows what would happen if you threw a pokeball? It might go over to the left, and you're like, "What the fuck?" There's no way that this trainer can't throw a pokeball at this Pokemon. Please. So you have to kill every other one. And it was like, they're dead is absurd. (laughs) Throw four Pokeballs. I don't give a shit. Like, get them all. I'll pick the best one at the end. Yeah, that, I remember that (laughs) and being like, no way, man. There's no way. Oh. Oh. And then Sun and Moon had the thing where, like, it would just call an ally. So you got stuck in the wild battles for far longer than you'd ever want to. I that was actually really good because that's how you would get shinies. Yeah, but it wasn't a fun system. Oh, I had fun. Oh, I did al- you? I almost got shiny. Um... Oh, what the fuck! I can't remember what the first form of Lycanroc is called. But I almost got one. I mm. I did that for El oh, Rockruff. I did it forever. And I got so close. How do you, you would, know you got so close? Because you would chain it, and I got to the point where it was like almost a guarantee that the shiny would mm. show up. But your Pokemon all run out of PP, and then you're like, well, I gotta actually get get out of this. Yeah. But I was trying to do that. And it would have been like every other shiny I've ever gotten, where they're the least competitively <laughs> viable version of that Pokemon <laughs> that could possibly exist. Except for that Eevee I made, with perfect IVs and... It was shiny. And you haven't done anything with it, right? I can't. How am I supposed to choose? The only Pokemon I would be good as is Sylveon. So, that's why. <laughs> I did, Which I think shiny Sylveon is cool. Right. I like Sylveon a lot. Yeah, shiny Jolteon is the worst. I th- Yeah. I would have... Oh, boy. Shiny Espeon's ugly. It's like yeah, puke green. Yeah, yeah. I uh, See, I thought but of that because there were so many choices... Umbreon is so lame because it's still black. It's just the yellow circles turned to blue. Which, that's actually cool. That's kind of cool, but, like, I want it. I like the ones that are flashy. Like, you know immediately that shit is shiny. So, like, mm. when I send out my shiny Charizard, 
you're like, wow, that's really cool. And then you kill it in one hit because it sucks <laughs> shit. And you're like, yeah, but I taught it fly, so I use it to fly around. I bred for that thing for so long. I was like, I will get this. And I remember my roommate at the time in college being like, it's never going to happen. You got to let it go. And I was like, oh, it'll happen. I will get this. And I remember like freaking the fuck out when I finally got it. And then looking at its stats and its nature and being like, oh no, I literally can't use this thing. Oh man. It didn't. It was so bad. It was like, it lowered, I think it lowered special attack and something else. And I was like, that's the only thing it needs, man. What are you talking about? Oh boy! It could be uh, Mega Charizard X, I guess. <sighs> and then the shiny versions of those are weird. They like aren't as. No. I I had gotten a lot. I. It was when we were playing X and Y. I remember, Nugia was trying to catch an Eevee in the very beginning, and the first one he encountered was a shiny Eevee. I was like, "There's no way that this is true." And that was when we realized that the shiny rate in that game was way higher than it was in the previous ones. So mm-hmm. It was like a lot better but i have a bunch of shinies now some of them i got as like event things like if i don't remember which one it was but you got shiny haxorus for completing the regional decks Mm. that must have been that was black and white black and white too yeah but i yeah so like that's the kind of stuff that i get way into like i think competitive battling is so boring personally so i get into collecting pokemon and seeing if i can get shinies and then realizing that that takes way more time and effort than i have but i guess if i'm watching some dumb tv show i'll just mm-hmm. keep doing that which is why i i am excited for the new yokai watch actually because right. i can't wait to play that yeah i th- i really enjoyed the competitive aspect but i I think I'm kind of over it now. Yeah. And I just kind of want to go in, just make a fun party and go through it. And I think I'd rather than like just play through the game again. <clears throat> and that's that's why like I love the Polka Bank because then I can start a new game and not feel bad about it. Yeah, I can never start a new game. Me and my Pokemon, we formed a bond, man. Well, that's why you move them over nope. into the. Nope. They can't live in Pokemon Bank. We have to live together forever <laughs> on the same cartridge. <laughs> Yeah. I when I turn I bet I have to renew Pokemon Bank. It may have been so long that it deleted your information. I don't think it does that. I thought it if it's long enough it can. I don't think that's true. Okay. I think that, I, I think it has to keep it forever. Okay. Hopefully. I'm almost positive because that would be absurd. But it is Nintendo. It is. It also wouldn't have been more than a year because I played Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Okay, not last, last year. So. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll start to wrap it up now. I can't think of any more hot Pokemon topics off the top of my head. No, I think uh, I, I think we're both more excited about next year. For sure. I can't wait for that. I I'm ready. God, I remember Sun and Moon. There were so many leaks. They were so, they leaked the whole thing. Yeah, that it was, was dumb as shit. Which was amazing for us. It was great, yeah. But it, also disappointing. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, oh, thought there was gonna be a little bit more than this, and then they were like, nope, this is literally all of it. Also, I thought there'd be a lot more cooler ones. Oh, I remember I hit one more Pokemon I had in my party, that Salamander that was fire poison. 
Oh, Salazzle. Salazzle. Yeah, the female-only one. Yes, yeah. which that took a long time finding the female-only version. I did not have that problem in Alter Sun and Alter Moon. The first one I ran into was a female, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I didn't use Salazzle at all. Which you, because you had, like, in the first one, you had the fire type anyways. Yeah, so I didn't need it. So I, But I needed that fire, so that's that was, which also having a poison is nice. Yeah, the team that I chose in Sun and Moon, the regular enemies that you'd fight all the time... All of my Pokemon are weak to them. <laughs> and it was really annoying because they were like such diverse types, but the dual typing was such that they were all weak to the same things. And I was like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I would just get like one shotted by almost anything unless I attacked faster. Mm-hmm. And it was, which was very rare because everything was so fucking slow. Yeah. But. Well, Team Skull? Team Skull. I love uh, I love Team Skull. I love Team Skull. Their whole rapping <laughs> arm movements and yeah. their their theme song. Oh. I love Team Skull. Did, so dumb. Did not like the story, but I love Team Skull. I love the story. It was very good. But Team Skull. Oh man. Yeah, fucking Gladion's mom. Awful. Awful mom. <laughs> They just went full anime with that that story. It was pretty anime. But, I mean, Pokemon is always full anime. So, this would get ready for this one, because fucking Jesse and James and all their really trash Team Rocket story is yeah. here for you. Boy, I hope that they don't. Because, yeah, I believe they have all that weird extra story stuff that they had in yellow, but also fleshed out more, so... That could be interesting, I guess. I don't know that it can be. I said it could be. I have, I am so over Jesse and James and Team Rocket that I... Oh, boy. We should watch those movies again. <laughs> I'll watch the Selby movie again. That was the funniest thing I had seen in years at that point. It was not worth... The, the Ash trying to feed Selby those berries was worth the pain of the, <laughs> the rest of the entire movie for me. I Sometimes I go back and I watch that scene. And I just look like, oh my god. This movie. Oh, those were rough. That was a rough time. Those movies are We did great. not get through many. No, we got through a lot of them. Was it half? At least half, yeah. And then we just like were... We could hey, not I wanted anymore. to keep going. You and Nukio were like, no, we can't watch anymore. I was like, what? We have to watch them all. <laughs> and now there's 800 more because they released one for like Hoopa, Deance, and Volcanion and something else. I watched the Deance one. Yeah, I remember you telling us about it. Because they went see. to the mall and yeah, went Yeah, they went to the mall and I missed out. <laughs> I did not see that one. Man. Shit. <sighs> You could watch it. I'm good. I can't watch it. I have to keep. I, I have to keep the ones that I have seen in my mind. I don't know. I think you would like the DNC one. That's debatable. There were a lot of them that I did not like. Man, that Ente one did not age well. The worst one was was it Selby? No, the Selby was pretty awful. It, the one with the grass psychic. Legendary. Jirachi? Was it? No. The one with Jirachi also was not good. Oh, Jirachi was I Maybe I'm thinking Celebi. I think I was getting Jirachi and Celebi mixed up. God, didn't Jirachi have something with like going to sleep at night? It was, there was like a circus that came around once a year or some shit, and it was very weird, and I... I just, no, I think there was like some 
chant they had to make or something. Oh, they had to sing the thing. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Don't watch the Pokemon <laughs> movies. Or do. They're, oh. What they was so, that? What was that I can't Jirachi? remember. It was hilarious, though. We're going to have to watch that after I, this. We're not, I'll look up the chant. Uh, That's what I, I'm not yeah, saying the okay, whole movie. Well, we're not I'm, watching that fucking movie again. <laughs> I'm saying, like, let's just watch that one scene. Yeah, So for sure. Let's, uh, all right, so we'll call it there, because i got to find out what that Jirachi chant was all yes. about. So, yeah, it has been good talking to you guys. We will. This one will go up whatever you'll listen to it when it goes up yeah. this way it's a little off cycle but we will be back on cycle in less than in, two weeks in less than two weeks yeah we'll come back and i will probably have played red dead by then because i think i'm going to break down and buy red dead today i don't think i will i think i am i can't wait to pet the dogs all over and this this is this ended up being a lot longer than like most of them i hopefully at least until the game of the year at the yeah end. i think so I, there was a lot to happen lots of news yes. lots of but we didn't stuff. like you didn't play like anything i did not but i was also on vacation you were i so. played sitting in a hot tub uh so yeah uh, right. as always the theme song sting operation by Anamanaguchi. check them out we will catch you guys for the next episode peace out